0: Microsoft says that 10 years is plenty of time to create a Call of Duty rival, while also saying that they have no incentive to remove Call of Duty from PlayStation, so which is it? It sort of feels like a bit of doublespeak, and we're going to be looking at the official document and the quotations. There is a lot to look at. Does Sony have a reason to be concerned about Microsoft's long-term strategy for Call of Duty? Should they be working on a Call of Duty rival? There is a lot to break down. I put all of the good information here in the show open. That way you don't have to go looking for it. If you like this kind of content, hit subscribe and the bell button so you can be here for the discussions. So Xbox is saying two things with regard to Call of Duty and the next 10 years, and one of those things is going to be pretty familiar to you if you have read through the ZeniMax proceedings. The other thing is a bit bold, in my opinion, with respect to creating a Call of Duty rival, and both of these are seemingly contradictory, or at least in tension with each other. They also blast Sony in a way that is staggering in its lack of self-awareness and hypocrisy, but we will get to that in a moment it is juicy. First I want to just pull from something from the VGC. They said in a newly published document the company has told the CMA that it believes a decade is long enough for Sony to create alternatives to Call of Duty. What this means is, is that they view this being something that is possible which the industry doesn't seem to think that and Microsoft doesn't even seem to think that nobody's really done it but that's what they're saying. So let's take a look at what they said with screenshots from the document. So, screenshot number one we have here. It says, at the remedies hearing, the CMA asked Microsoft if the 10-year duration is sufficient and whether there would be a cliff edge for Sony at the end of the period. The 10-year period is redacted. Microsoft considers that a period of 10 years is sufficient for Sony as a leading publisher and console platform to develop alternatives to Call of Duty. Now, this obviously begs the question, if Call of Duty isn't going anywhere, and according to Phil Spencer, they've never had a model where they would be taking Call of Duty off of PlayStation, then why would PlayStation need to use 10 years to develop a Call of Duty alternative? Who in their right mind would try to develop a Call of Duty alternative? It would be counterproductive for Sony, since 48% of the people who buy Call of Duty buy it on the Sony platform, so they would be investing money to compete with something that is incredibly lucrative for them. You have to consider the loyalty, the brand loyalty to Call of Duty. Many people have argued that Sony leans heavily and they live off of third party and most of their sales come from Call of Duty. Well, let's just grant that premise, even though it's not true. Let's pretend that it is. Let's imagine that that's true. Why would they try to convince all those people to buy a different game? You're just making money off of them. That stands to reason that if you have a good relationship with a third party platform, third party game and the funnel of players is really enjoying playing that game on your platform it doesn't make any sense why you would create a rival to that. That's counter- Productive. It would actually make more sense for Xbox to create a rival and a competitor. They seemingly have had no interest in doing that or have failed to do so if Halo was intended to be just that. Now they go on to use some logic that I think should be worrying for Sony about what happens beyond the 10-year contract. So let's pull this up here, it's the second part of the paragraph. The 10-year term will extend into the next console generation redacted. Moreover, the practical effect of the Remedy will go beyond the 10-year period, since games downloaded in the final year of the Remedy can continue to be played for the lifetime of the console and beyond with backwards compatibility. So, There's two takeaways here, okay? Obviously, Microsoft is looking beyond this generation of console. That's not that big of a deal, but they also view Call of Duty extending beyond the 10-year period when they refer to previous downloads. This feels like a soft admittance that the final year of the remedy is in fact a potential final year for Call of Duty on PlayStation. You wouldn't say, hey, listen, these remedies are going to extend beyond those 10 years because people can still play the games, they can still, you know, have them installed and backwards compatibility, well what does that mean, does that mean after 10 years there won't be any new Call of Duties on Playstation does that then therefore mean Playstation's justified in blocking the merger because an endemic revenue stream to their ecosystem is under threat, did they just justify all of Sony's concerns after weeks of people saying Sony has no reason to be concerned Microsoft's gonna let Call of Duty stay on Playstation, they basically just said yeah for 10 years and after that, I mean you can download the old versions and use backwards compatibility. And this is where things, I think, start to sound familiar. If we look at my second image from the document, COD is an entertainment franchise which is already nearly 20 years old. Redacted. Microsoft will need to secure the broadest distribution of the franchise and it'll be heavily incentivized to keep it on the PlayStation platform. Redacted. Microsoft considers that having maintained COD on PlayStation and grown its player base on Nintendo, GeForce Now and other cloud gaming platforms for a decade, it will have no incentive or indeed ability to take COD exclusive. They've said this... Before This is their potential out. This language gives them an exit. This is exactly why the FTC nailed them on Zenimax and Sony's drilling down on the same problem. FTC and Sony want specificity. It would not be reasonable, I don't think, to ask for a lifetime commitment. I don't think anybody's saying that. I'm not saying that Microsoft should assure Sony that Call of Duty will be on there for forever. You can't really do business deals for an uh, in infinitude or for perpetual or for forever these are not terms you would find in a contract like this because that would be extremely counterproductive for Microsoft so I'm not insinuating that like they should be offering more than the 10 years this has the same air to it though when you use identical language and argumentation that you used for Zenimax expect skepticism expect inquiry well we won't have any incentive to do this After you just said that Sony can make a rival in 10 years. After you just said that when the Remedy period ends after 10 years, people can still play Call of Duty with the old downloads and with backwards compatibility. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. This is not logically coherent. You're saying things that are mutually exclusive and contradictory. Then they get into parody, and this is where I had someone passing in the night with me on Twitter thinking I didn't understand Sony's problem with parody. Microsoft's proposal is that the Remedy will provide Sony with parody on release date, content features, upgrades, quality, and playability with the Xbox platform. The Sony proposal refers to redacted. Now, they say this... But Sony's response has been, no, this is not legally hard-edged, this is not legally enforceable, this is is too vague, and the CMA seems to agree. At the the Remedies hearing, the CMA has asked Microsoft to clarify how parity is defined. So you can list all those things, right? You can list all these things, features, upgrades, quality, playability, but they want parody to be rigidly defined because that's the vagueness. It's like, well, parody could be referring to anything. Yeah, you're going to get the same features. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get the same quality and playability. Mm-hmm, yep, content. Yep, yeah, But not at the same time. We'll give you the same release date, but patches will be slower, updates will be slower, upgrades. Is the parity going to be rigid on every single thing? I'm not saying that Microsoft would do that. I'm not saying that they would intentionally sabotage Sony, but you'd have to understand that if it's a first-party property at that point, their own platform would take priority. That's not scandalous to say. That's logical to say. If you own Call of Duty, you're going to prioritize your platform first. And I think that's what Sony has been getting at. Listen, we have 48% of the buying audience here and you're going to sully our relationship with our consumer and hurt our revenue streams if suddenly we're deprioritized, you know? And you can't be like, we'll deal with it, Sony. Every company has a duty to protect their revenue streams and that's exactly what this is about. Microsoft did indicate further down in the document that the incentive language is worth using again. So they use it again here, as Microsoft will be shipping Call of Duty on PlayStation in compliance with its Remedy commitments redacted. Microsoft will have every incentive to develop games with optimized support for PS5 features such as haptics and future console uh, consoles in order to maximize sales on the platform. This just again feels loose and vague. It doesn't establish a hard-edged commitment to future consoles or parity. It's just merely, again, citing incentives to do this it's incentive language. They did this with Zenimax. It's going to be a case by case basis and then as soon as the ink is dry they're like, "Yeah, these are all these are all Xbox titles. These are all exclusive titles out." That's not a case by case basis. And oh no, it's Alex. He reacted to one of my videos recently and he kept saying that, "Well, they left all those games on PlayStation." That's case by case and people in the chat were saying the same thing. Go read the document and watch the Phil Spencer interview on Xbox on. When they talk about case by case basis, they're talking about Moving forward, future titles, new titles, the case-by-case language does not apply to the old titles, and saying that they're being nice by leaving those titles there and honoring those contracts, you're legally obligated to honor those contracts. Per any merger or any acquisition, you buy the company as is and must honor those contracts. If not, that'd be such an easy loophole to get out of bad contracts. You just go through a real simple acquisition and then void all the contracts. It's a legal obligation. You're not doing anything nice. You're doing something that you're required to do. Now, this again, I think, is exactly why Sony is concerned. I'm not saying Microsoft is going to intentionally do this. I'm saying the language gives them an out, and that is the issue that Sony will likely take with it. They'll say this again is vague, this again is not something that is edge. Given that they used that out with ZeniMax as soon as the ink was dry in the contract. Now, before we move on to the blatant hypocrisy from Microsoft, I want to point out that the CMA Agrees on making a rival to Call of Duty. Okay, we're gonna have to wait and see what the other regulators say about this. But this is a screenshot from one of the CMA's findings, and this just opening part I think sets the stage. The blue highlighted part I'll talk about in a minute. Somebody sent me this on Twitter, it's from an official document that I now have. I didn't have time to get a new screenshot, so I just used his. I'm going to read the first part. Second, we note that in our assessment of entry and expansion, the relevant question is not what rivals could do. In some cases, a response to foreclosure may be theoretically possible, but would result in losses that may make that competitive response prohibitive. Basically, they're saying... You're going to lose money and your, your competitive response isn't going to be very effective. It's going to be prohibitive. So that's the issue here is that if you try to make a rival, this sets the stage. Look, this is exactly why Microsoft's response seems so thin. Yeah, just make a rival a call of duty. Why has nobody done that? Okay, let's look at the highlighted part, though. For example, if developing a rival game is sufficiently costly, it may be that it would be more profitable or less loss-making for a platform to accept that its competitive offering has been weakened than to attempt to develop a new franchise. This is particularly likely to be the case where the success of a new franchise would be highly uncertain. This leads the expected or probability weighted returns to be lower. They're basically saying you'd be better off not even trying to make a rival. You you would you would stand to lose more money. Just take it on the chin and be weakened and not develop a rival. CMA is like, "Yeah, we don't think this is possible." I mean, Microsoft is about is trying to buy a game that has 11 studios supporting this. Anybody saying, "You have plenty of time to make a Call of Duty rival," isn't hearing themselves in light of the facts. And let's use that logic on Xbox. You had 22 years to compete. Your failure to do that doesn't give you the right to buy products that give you the ability to hurt the revenue streams of your competitor. You've had 22 years Where's all your stuff? Where's all your rivals? Where's all your first party games? Where's your standing in the market? Just because you failed for 22 years doesn't mean you can write a fat check to bail yourself out and then have the ability to disrupt the revenue streams of a more successful company. Now, the document opens with a sharp swing at Sony, and I feel this lacks in self-awareness. This is just unbelievably hypocritical given the company that it's coming from. So many people have accused Sony of hypocrisy because of exclusives. You ain't seen nothing yet. Right here, the quote... Microsoft stands ready to enter an agreement with Sony to ensure that COD remains on PlayStation. Microsoft has repeatedly committed to do so both publicly and privately. Sony has steadfastly refused to reach an agreement with Microsoft, calling instead for the merger to be prohibited. Sony's position must be seen for what it is, a self-serving attempt to protect its dominant market position, rather than one founded on genuine concerns regarding its continued access to Call of Duty. Which it could have secured an attractive on on attractive terms months ago. Do you hear the entitlement? Do you hear the hypocrisy? Why would any business not be self-serving? Isn't Microsoft being self-serving by seeking the deal and even arguing from a place of self-serving by claiming they need this deal to compete? And posturing as if protecting a dominant market position isn't what Microsoft has done for years with all of its software? Look at Windows. Look at Microsoft Office many have accused Sony of hypocrisy because they frame everything dishonestly and they claim that like well Sony's against exclusives and they have exclusives. Sony has never made this about exclusives. They have pointed to the Zenimax treatment to say you can't trust their argumentation. They'll tell you that they're not going to make things exclusive and then they will. They're not crying or complaining about Starfield being exclusive. They're using it as an example that behavioral remedies are not strong enough. You won't get that framing from someone who just puts up a thumbnail and makes jim ryan have tears and says oh this is just hypocrisy this is hypocrisy if you look at microsoft's history as a company there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeking to have and protecting a dominant foothold in a market that's what you should do as a company okay This is what you're supposed to do. This is what companies do. They're self serving, they fight for, and they protect their market dominance where they find it calling out sony for it just smacks of entitled whining hypocrisy oh how dare you protect your dominant place in the industry yeah like microsoft's done for decades with windows and microsoft office posturing like they're not doing the same thing it just makes the whole thing feel like they are preaching to the choir they want all the people out there that support this deal to use these words you're gonna see these words used now You're going to see these talking points parroted by people who support the deal. They're going to say, oh, yeah, they're just trying to protect their dominant position. That is quite literally what every company does. That is not unique to Sony. You don't understand basic business if you think that line from Microsoft is some kind of a dunk. What company wouldn't do this, either way you look at this, whether you support the deal or not, you now have to choose a narrative and both are in contradiction. On one side, you can claim Sony has 10 years to create a COD rival, ignoring an entire industry that hasn't done it and for good reason including Microsoft. Nobody's done this but that can be one narrative that you choose to take. Look man, suck it up Sony, you got 10 years to make a COD rival. On the other side and this is what everybody's been banging on for weeks, is that well Sony should accept the deal and stop trying to block the merger. Microsoft's promised to leave Call of Duty in place. Okay, which is it which narrative are you choosing this week because for weeks i've had to hear sony should quit crying and shut up and just accept the deal microsoft's gonna let call of duty stay in place well now you got a new narrative that you could choose you could choose to say oh no no call of duty's gonna leave (laughs) haha it's ours suck it sony you must choose a narrative these are mutually exclusive narratives by the way so when you change your narrative and you change your tone That betrays that lack of consistency. That betrays that lack of integrity. Choose a position and defend it with facts and evidence. Don't just waffle and pick whatever's convenient for the week and gonna get you praise from the fans who think that this is a good deal. Is it going to leave Sony? Is Call of Duty basically gone in 10 years and should Sony be creating a rival? Or should Sony stop crying and just let the deal go through since they've been promised Call of Duty? Which is it? I told you the narrative would shift. It's already happening. In fact, now it's a choose-your-own-adventure story. Which narrative do you feel like today? Call of Duty isn't leaving. Quit crying, accept the deal. That's a narrative. Or Call of Duty belongs to Microsoft. You have 10 years to make a rival to a game that has 11 studios and global dominance. Like, which narrative do you think, is the best one? And let's just ignore the glaring fact that Microsoft has had 22 years, more money than Sony, more studios than Sony. They've failed to create a Call of Duty rival. But a company that everybody likes to dunk on, Sony has less money than Microsoft. They have less studios than Microsoft. They're apparently going to do the thing that Microsoft seemingly can't. Well, they are good at one thing that Microsoft's bad at, and that's competing in the gaming space. Clearly, Microsoft has been able to get a footing in the market, and this is their way in. Now, more than ever... It is clear why so many people who support this deal often talk out of both sides of their mouth. Microsoft is leading the charge with glorious contradiction. Let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions okay number one microsoft is once again making it really hard to tell what their intentions are just last week we covered game pass and in one sentence microsoft said the merger would not increase game pass pricing but that game pass pricing wouldn't increase beyond the value the merger would bring what you basically just contradicted yourselves like no no no, no. the merger is not going to increase the price of game pass but the the price of game pass won't increase past the value that we get from the merger now we have another blatant contradiction accept the deal we're going to leave call of duty in place just accept the deal but also you have 10 years to create a call of duty rival when this 10 years period's over yeah I mean I, you, you can play call of duty with the old installs you're contradicting yourself this, this makes perfectly good sense as to why Sony has drilled down on all the vagueness because when Microsoft is pressed, you're starting to see the true strategy come to the surface. This is why the FTC wants to see their their plans for ZeniMax going forward, their plans for Call of Duty going forward. They want thoughts on cross-play. They want thoughts on cannibalization of buy-to-play sales from subscription services. If these documents are, are never provided, well, then I think the FTC will block and say, no, the deal can't go through. If these documents are provided... I think we will see a very, very clear strategy to take Call of Duty from rival platforms in 10 years and then everybody's going to switch to the narrative of, oh, they have every right to do that, suck it, Sony. After saying for weeks that Sony should accept the deal because Call of Duty's not going anywhere. That is a contradiction. Number two, the absolutely stunning display of entitlement, hypocrisy, and lack of self-awareness in the latest document is truly remarkable. Microsoft, a company known for protecting market dominance and self-interest, criticizes Sony for having self-interest and protecting its market dominance. Pot, meat, kettle. I know It's like Microsoft doesn't like a company doing what they're doing. It's like, yeah, I know we did that in the software world. We did that with Microsoft Office, and we did that with Windows, but we don't like you doing it. The thing that kills me about this is that Microsoft and any company with a dominant position is doing what they're supposed to do. I'm not saying that Microsoft shouldn't have done that. I'm, I'm, I'm also not saying that Sony shouldn't do it. I'm saying this is what they are designed to do. Businesses grow to this size and they protect their dominance. It's how they maintain their size. It's how they maintain their margins. It's how they keep the shareholders happy. That none of this is wrong. None of this is crying or unethical. These are emotionally charged words that people use to distract from the fact that both companies are doing the exact same thing. Posturing as if Sony is doing something wrong just creates a false narrative of entitlement that seems to be preaching to the public loyal choir members and not within the ethics of business. Here's my conclusion. As hard as I try to cover this and remain neutral, I cannot help but see Microsoft making arguments that just don't hold up. And those who support the deal, they change their tone, their approach, and their narrative depending on the day of the week. I previously predicted that if documents came out and indicated that Microsoft planned to take Call of Duty from Sony long-term, that supporters of the deal would flip the narrative. We're going to go from accept the deal and be quiet, you get to keep Call of Duty, to you have no right to keep Call of Duty, it's ours now. That is a sign of dishonesty. That is a sign of no integrity. If you're going to flip that quickly, then your position is weak and see-through. That's fine you know, it it belongs to them anyway is going to be the attitude that many people take. Just a week ago, it was, accept the deal. History may not remember the contradictions in those who flipped the narrative and ran with misleading framing, but some of us will. My message to those supporting the deal is this. Pick a narrative and stick with it. The shifting sands of talking points is more dizzying than the logical black flips that you use to justify consolidation that is only supported by fandom and not by facts. I gotta give a final caveat. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not done yet. My monologue's not done yet. I will say this. I will say this. This could lead to an amazing shooter. This could lead to an amazing game. I think this could lead to a Call of Duty rival. Why am I saying that? Sony is clearly better at investing in games and bringing them to market compared to Xbox. With their back against the wall, I trust Sony to bring their A-game. And based on their history, I trust Xbox to mismanage their studios, kill more franchises, and Sony will probably be just fine. This is not the end of an era of a, of a company and a, and a dominant hole in the market for sony based on history i'm more worried about the franchises they're going to get killed by xbox and the studios that are going to get mismanaged by xbox if you look at the history of the companies they bought and the property they spit out we're probably going to stand to get a better game from sony even though i'm against this so let's get into this <laughs> let's get into this a 50 something from five dollars i think from jacob Here's how it is. Jim lies. The EU are going to prove it. The CMA defends Sony over customers. The FTCs. Lena Com have never won any cases because Lena lies. So, Jim lies. EU is going to prove it. Can you, can you, oh, 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 I'm sorry. EU are going to approve it. Yeah, Jim lies. Uh huh. Substantiate that with facts, truth, and direct quotations. I bet you can't. I bet you can't. The only mismanaged studio is 343. No, they have a history of mismanaging studios. And we're not going to focus on that. That was just my final caveat. That's just my final thought. We could end up with an amazing shooter if this goes through. And Sony's basically like, well, our back is against the wall. We got to spend 10 years. Let's work with Bungie. Let's get Socom back or something back or some big new title back. I think we could end up with an amazing title out of this. That doesn't mean that this is right. It doesn't mean that Microsoft's making any sense, right? Sony stand much make an argument. I have no respect for people like you. Listen to listen to what they're saying though. They are saying you you get to keep Call of Duty. You have nothing to worry about except the deal. But they're also saying in 10 years you better have a rival. In 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 10 years you better have a rival. Like don't you see? It's like which is it which 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 pick a narrative Sony should either shut up and accept the deal because they're gonna get to keep cod or Sony should prepare for losing cod and create a rival these are mutually exclusive narratives they're contradictory they're contradictory by the way let's get some coffee sales going we already had a coffee order this morning Thank you so much for buying three bags of Frickmas Leal duck. I appreciate that so so much. And then let's get the member count going. We had a huge day yesterday. I had to give so many members. We fell just short of 100. Every 25 members I have to give five members. Why would you hope for that, as if uh, someone having, uh, uh, having first-party titles is bad? That's the type of thinking that Microsoft and Xbox have put them in the gutter. Why not add Xbox for actual good games? Like, I love the line of reasoning that people are just like, we accept the fact that Xbox has sucked it up for 22 years. Our confidence in them has never been higher. Why? They have failed for 22 years and they're using Microsoft software revenue to basically buy their way into the market. like do you think that, that that that's a good plan? Would you do that? would you let imagine you're looking at it at the owner of a sports franchise and the owner has failed to get a championship for 22 years failed to be competitive would you be like hey man we're going to give you tons of money to buy up a bunch of talents to buy up a bunch of players you'd be like no you you've not done a good job why would you why would you give them more property why would you give them more things to screw up i don't understand the i don't understand the logic i don't understand where the confidence comes from what what is has what is Xbox done for you, this generation or the previous generation, that gives you some strange loyalty and confidence? Where 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 is the confidence coming from? I don't get it. I truly don't get it. They've been in third place for 22 years. Why are you cheering so hard from them, for them? Not some like sports team. It kind of feels like a sports team. That's what people do, right? They cheer so hard for their sports team because that's their sports team. That they're brand loyal to the death. They're ride or die. Not only is it printed on the twenty-six page report. Doesn't read the entire uh, questioning with the answer. Not just focus on spinning something to make a fake narrative. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Everything I showed today came right from the document. There were entire sections that you couldn't even quote. It's just nothing but redactions. There was probably, I think, seven full pages of just nothing but redactions. I pulled out the stuff that was relevant to Call of Duty, the 10 years, and parody, because that's what we've been discussing for the past couple of weeks basement radio arcade podcast uh that owner is dan snyder (laughs) thank you for the two dollar tip through super chat xbox sony and nintendo should work on one game to which they can update yearly just for solidarity i I don't see why anybody would want to do that they must nintendo doesn't need to do anything for anybody they're crushing it there's no reason to do that I can't wait for the deal to go through or fail so we as a gaming industry can move on and talk about something else. All this has done has shown me that there are people who take way, much of, way too much of their identity in the console that they play on. They just take way too much identity from it. Just a constant barrage of vicious attacks and being called a pony because I'm like, yeah, I, I don't support the deal. I I have a Series X. I have Game Pass Ultimate. I can't wait for Starfield. Most of the games I've bought over the last twenty years have been on the Xbox ecosystem. But I don't want this deal to go through. I don't think it's a good idea. You're a Sony pony. Like oh my gosh, like uh, <laughs> being anti-consolidation makes me a Sony pony. Doomsayers Network with a two dollar super chat tip. What's up? Keep it honest. Uh, keep up the honesty, brother. Thank you. Again, Sony does not have the money to buy Activision. Sony is worried they will go out of business. That's completely and utterly false. They have zero worry about going out of business. Buying a giant company the size of Activision Blizzard is not indicative of somebody's ability to stay open for business. Maybe look at the history of Gaming Division. Celebrate this first Super Chat from Felix. Oh my, that's cool! That's a new feature! That's the first time you've ever given me a Super Chat. The 10-year contract is to address... Uh, the uh, SLC stated by the CMA online 2.13 they pretty much still say they won't make it exclusive I read that brother I read through 2.13 thank you so much wow look at that 2.13 don't come in here and try and educate me like I didn't read the document and pull stuff out people always try to run this false narrative about me that I don't read the documents it's right here I I I read this I included this in my show open in my coverage what are you crying at? I, I, if, if you think a 25-minute open monologue w- that uses logic, reason, and argumentation is crying, I, I don't know why you're so insecure. I, I You know what I'm saying? It, it, like, I don't know why people are so threatened by just basic argumentation, reason, and logic. Like You have to project crying onto it like, okay? I I don't understand where that comes from. What about the clause in the document issuing third party overseeing all future COD releases? That, that has nothing to do with their plans though. Right? You twisted it? I, I twisted it? So I read this directly? COD is an entertainment franchise which is already nearly 20 years old. Redacted. Microsoft will need to secure the broadest distribution of the franchise and will be heavily incentivized to keep on the PlayStation platform. Redacted. I read this. I didn't twist it. I said this is the exact same argumentation they use with Zenimax. Microsoft considers that having maintained COD on PlayStation and grown in player base on Nintendo, GeForce Now, and other cloud gaming platforms for over a decade, for a decade, it will have no incentive or indeed ability to take COD exclusive. They use the same argumentation with ZeniMax. I read that, and that's what I pointed out. I didn't twist anything. If you're going to come in and lie about me, you get banned. Debate me. Debate me. Come up with your own argumentation. Come up with your own argumentation. Come up with your own reasoning. If you're going to come in here, and you're going to do the tried-and-true strategy of, I'm going to criticize your your content, I'm going to claim that you twisted stuff, No. Liars get walked out the door. Yakeman's going to be the first member of the day all by himself. He doesn't need it to be gifted. He does it on his own. Thank you so much, Yakeman. Enjoy the badge and the emotes. You're saying the deal will go through? No, I've I've said nothing to that effect. Today is not about whether or not the deal goes through. Today is about the fact that Xbox just came out with a document. Right? Right? just came out with a document and their response is Sony can make a rival in 10 years while also trotting out the same incentive language that they used for Zenimax. Don't you see what's going on? You can't maintain the narrative. You can't maintain the narrative anymore. They're like, just suck it up. Sony, take the deal. Why are you crying? You get to keep call of duty. Microsoft's made it very clear. That's not the case. I watched the whole opening, substantiate your claim that I twisted that quote or get the frick out. You're not allowed to be here if you're going to run false narratives about me. I don't care if you have a badge. I don't care if your name is Jesus. You can't hang out here and do that. You cannot run false narratives about me. Come up with your own argumentation. I don't think you can. You're, you're taking cheap tactics and cheap shots at me instead of coming up with your own argumentation. Guys, I think you have the inability to do it. Just because he doesn't read game tutorials doesn't mean he doesn't read the news he's reporting on. That's right. Ironhand with their first ever super chat. A $5 tip. I personally think it's reasonable to say we'll give you COD for 10 years, but after that you're going to need a rival. Ironhand I don't disagree with you at all. I don't disagree with you. That's the point. I've been saying this since the beginning. If you think Microsoft is going to be like, Oh yeah, we'll just leave COD there for forever. No, they keep hammering on the 10 years for a reason. They're hammering on that for a reason. That's what I've been trying to say. So many people have been coming in here and saying they should just accept the deal, they're going to get to keep COD. And I'm like, you're not thinking beyond right now. You're not thinking beyond right now. If you're going to argue and run with the narrative that Jim Ryan's crying and they're lying and they just need to accept the deal, they're thinking beyond right now. All these companies are. They're thinking 20 years down the road. It's why... If you truly read the argumentation from Microsoft, they are focused heavily on mobile because because they've looked at the projections. They know where everything's going with mobile. What's wrong with saying we will share COD but eventually bring something to the table too? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying they are mutually exclusive narratives. You can't keep running out into the public and say, they won't accept the deal. We're giving them a better deal than they have right now. That's not a better deal than they have right now. They don't have a deal right now that says, you need to spend the next decade creating a rival. That destroys that narrative. I'm not saying Microsoft can't do that. If Microsoft owns Call of Duty, they could say, you got 10 years, start the clock. You got 10 years, and it's ours. They have every right to do that. I've been trying to drive that point home. I, I've, been, I've been trying to drive that point home for weeks now. You People keep saying, Sony is lying. They've been offered a better deal. Really? You think that's a better deal? The dominant company in the market, 48% of the people who buy Call of Duty buy it on the Sony PlayStation, you think it's a better deal that they're given a 10-year ultimatum? Really? That narrative is now in tatters on the ground. You're admitting with this with this new narrative shift, this is the new narrative shift. It's Microsoft can do whatever they want. Microsoft can do that. They can put the game over there for 10 years and then take it away. Okay, you just conceded that it's not a better deal. You just conceded that Sony has a right to reject this. Sony has a right to push against this. You just conceded it because that's not a better deal it's not a better deal how is it a better deal if they're gonna lose the game in 10 years that's why I'm saying it's contradictory they're talking out of both sides of their mouth you're talking out of both sides of your mouth they absolutely should do that Sony's gotten too comfortable I need to kick I need to kick every now and then yes we should allow antitrust behavior because we project onto a company complacency Oh, yeah. Thank you. I didn't respond, but you did for me. Thank you, Creature. Misery with the $5 Super Chat tip. Microsoft will keep games on Sony stunts. Playing Minecraft for years on PlayStation, we have months of delayed patches, content, and exclusive Microsoft content. Lono, let's give credit where credit is due. Xbox 360, 360 did dominate the PS3, and the first Halo were pretty popular, and the first Gears of War. Well, at one point microsoft was on top we went back and watched a video on that that, that dominance was such a blip on the radar they didn't That was such a blip on the radar and, why, and who cares about that that means nothing now that's two generations ago that's a lifetime ago that holds no bearing that holds no bearing in the discussion giving them that 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 merit badge of honor doesn't mean anything anymore in my mind if th- this is this is what i've always been pushing for this is what i've always been pushing for just be consistent just be consistent if you're going to say for weeks that sony is lying and sony's getting a better deal and now the narrative is going to shift just watch all of the podcasts, all the coverage, all the people that are like, yeah, this is such a great deal, just watch. The narrative's gonna shift away from they're getting a better deal, they should just shut up and take the deal. It's gonna shift to suck it, Sony. Ha! Yeah. You better hurry up, you got ten years. If As soon as you shift your narrative to that, you're conceding that they're not getting a better deal. You just conceded that Sony is right to reject the deal and reject the merger. You you don't even see it. That's concession. You just conceded what you've been arguing against for weeks. That's why I'm saying have consistency. Which is it? I said last week, I said, just you wait. The documents are going to come out. It's going to become crystal clear that Microsoft plans to take COD from Sony long term. And then everybody's going to flip the narrative to, well, they have every right to do that. I'm not getting how it, it isn't a better deal. I still don't know what the current deal is. Well, hang on. Let me get to that. A brand new member. We're getting, we're getting members that are not gifted, and I actually love this. I prefer this. Gifteds are amazing, but I love when people jump in on their own. Justin Perkins, thank you so much for becoming a member. A $5 tip from Basement Radio Arcade Podcast. Why aren't people concerned about mass consolidation? We have tangible examples of where mass consolidation hasn't benefited the consumers. I just think brand loyalty is blinding people. Basement Radio, I can literally just speak in facts And just read documents and people will immediately run to insults and call me a Sony pony. It's like, what? I'm just reading the the documents and saying yeah, Sony has every right to push back on this or uh, Sony has a fiduciary duty to protect their revenue or they use the exact same argumentation with ZeniMax so that justifies inquiry and skepticism. Right? A $2 tip from East Coast Overlord. Thank you. If they currently have a four-year agreement with Activision, isn't a 10-year agreement better? Well, no, no, Zubair, because the current agreement is with a company that has a vested interest to continue working with the market leader. The current contract is with a company who made 13% of their annual revenue from Sony. Activision made 13% of their annual revenue from Sony. But the minute your direct competitor is the one giving you the contract, that's immediately not a better deal, especially when your competitor is saying, you got 10 years, buddy. Because think about it. Think about this, Zubair. The current contract they have with Activision doesn't have an end date with respect to, oh, all of a sudden we won't have the game. If they have a contract right now with Blizzard Activision, it's a marketing contract, and and they get all the they get all the good stuff, right? They get to do all the they got the beta early access for Modern Warfare Two, and they got some of that stuff, right? They got a lot of the marketing contracts for Modern Warfare Two. That's really good for Sony, right? That contract right now doesn't have an end date with a threat of like we're gonna you're not gonna get any more Call of Duties. No, 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 no. It would be okay. We're gonna renegotiate a new contract for the next batch, for the next game, for the next whatever. Microsoft is all but saying, you've got 10 years to create a rival. Once this remedy period's over, yeah, if people want to play Caught on your platform, they can play the old installs. I love the content so much, I wish I could engage in the chat more than I have, but I watch this on the fly at work. Well, Justin, I appreciate it. Whether you listen, whether you're a member, smashing like, all those things help out the video. 750 people are here. Smash the like button. listen, I know I'm getting some kind of a weird track record on Twitter for being a a pro-Sony, anti-Xbox guy. I am a pro-truth guy, okay? I'm pro-truth. All I'm trying to do is give you the facts. And when I read this document from Microsoft, I was like, okay... That basically means you plan to take it away, which is contrary to the narrative we've been hearing for months that Sony should just accept the deal. They're getting a better deal. That's not a better deal. That's a freaking time bomb. You're basically saying you're going to lose the game in 10 years. Oh, and also this blatant hypocrisy of calling out Sony for being self-interested and trying to protect their market dominance. That's literally what Microsoft has done with Microsoft Office and Microsoft Windows. Like, that... What, what are you talking about? Seems awfully familiar. Are you are you pulling up the incentive language? Is that all the Zenimax? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the exact same language they use with Zenimax. None of what you say is wrong, but that's about the situation, not the contract. Activision independently could decide against their own interest to never renew COD deal with Sony. Okay, but that's argument from silence, and that's whataboutism. That has no bearing on the discussion. They're looking at a contract being offered to them from their direct competitor, and they know the language being used In the contract Sony's like We know what you're gonna do You think we're stupid you think this is our first Rodeo you think this is our first Contract offer Come on Of course they're saying This isn't a better deal It's a guillotine with a time Limit on it that's not a better Deal I don't I don't understand, says the Xbox and PlayStation Gaming Master, why Xbox wants to take Call of Duty from PlayStation because it was on both systems before. Why change it? Here's the thing. We have no idea what's going to happen in 10 years. There is a very, very high likelihood. And no, that ZeniMax section was not for legacy titles. That is a lie that keeps getting shoved out by people oh, case-by-case basis, oh, that was about legacy titles. Nope, that is a lie. You tell me I twist the documents, that is 100% a fabrication. That is not true. They were talking about the future. They were not talking about, oh yeah, we'll leave old titles there. No, they were talking about case-by-case basis, the future, foreclosure strategy. How do you handle something on a case-by-case basis when it's already in place? Like, really parse the language. Do grammatical analysis here. Do you really think they were saying we're going to handle this as a case-by-case basis? How is that a case-by-case basis? Those games have already come out. They're already in place. You only need to handle new titles on a case-by-case basis because they're not out yet. Like, that's just such a failure of critical thinking and logic. Like, you really you really think when they said we will handle that as a case-by-case basis, they're not referring to legacy titles when they say that they're not that, that that's not the issue yo it's good thrifty honestly they should be more worried about vr gaming i don't think consoles are going to survive i interrupted my own train of thought oh yeah okay let me let me go back to what i was going to say let's just imagine that in 10 years let's say the deal goes through and in 10 years microsoft's like holy crap we can't take Call of Duty off of PlayStation. It's grown and it's grown and it's grown. And the revenue is just too good. It's too sweet. We 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 can't we can't take it from, from from PlayStation. That doesn't matter. All that matters is Sony is looking at what they could potentially do. Would you enter into a contract if, as you analyzed it, your lawyer told you this contract really leaves you open to damage in ten years? Would you say, "Oh, that's fine. Uh, let's sign"? No, you wouldn't. You you wouldn't you wouldn't do that. Now, if the person across from the table is like, "No, no, 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 no." We have no incentive to hurt you in 10 years. We have no incentive to do that. But your lawyer's saying, listen, they may not have incentives to do this in 10 years, but you're leaving yourself open. That's quite literally what these businesses are supposed to do. They're supposed to analyze potential. It's called risk assessment. You're assessing the risk what could happen not what will happen what could happen it's up to reforge to read the documents fully the eu said microsoft was in the right for how they handled ZeniMax titles reforge is saying the opposite nope you're putting words in my mouth you are so close to getting banned because i am so just absolutely exhausted with having to help you understand what I'm saying. I swear to frick it's a tactic that you guys use. You intentionally misunderstand me. I'm going to say it one more time and if you do this again, you're done here. Listen very carefully. Nobody has ever said they did something wrong with Zenimax. Did you hear me say that? I've never said they did anything wrong. I said they used... The exact same language. They use the same language, which makes it fair to be skeptical and demand specificity. I wrote that in my show open very carefully for people like you who want to twist what I'm saying. I've never said... That Microsoft did anything wrong with ZeniMax. I said, they used the same argumentation. They used the same incentive language. And then as soon as the ink was dry, it was, this is all ours. Where, where in there have I said anything is wrong? Or that what they did was wrong? or They went back on their word. I never said that. Never said that. I said they used the same language. In my show open, I said, this language gives them an out. This language gives them an out. Like, they can basically say, you know, I mean, we we said we had incentives. I mean, incentives changed, baby. We said we were gonna do case by case. I mean, case by case, baby. I mean, these are all ours. Like, it gives them an out. That's all I'm saying. And if you admit... Listen, listen to what you're admitting. You don't even see the admittance. As you defend what they did with Zenimax, you justify Sony's concerns. You don't even see it. You fight tooth and nail. There were that they, they had every right to do that. They had every right. Oh, well you just justified Sony's concerns because Microsoft is using the exact same argumentation with Activision Blizzard, which means they could do the same thing and according to you they'd have every right to do it. You just justified all of Sony's concerns. Concerns, and you don't even see it. The stronger and the harder these people defend Microsoft and Xbox and what they did with ZeniMax, the stronger you're actually inadvertently arguing in support of Sony's concerns. You just don't see it. You just don't see it. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah, they were allowed to do that. They're using the same language now, which means they could do the exact same thing. As soon as the ink is dry on the ABK deal, Microsoft could turn around and be like, "This is all our property now." Yeah, you know, we said we had no incentives to do it, but we've recrunched some numbers and some stuff with cloud and with mobile. And yeah, yeah, we we're not gonna we're not gonna put any of that stuff over there. I mean, we'll let you keep COD for ten years because we signed a contract, but after that. You better have a rival ready. I don't agree it's as black and white as you're trying to make it seem, but that's why we have regulators in court. How am I making it black and white? How is it black and white to say, this could happen? How? How's that black and white? You guys constantly miss-summarize my, my content. It's exhausting. I swear. It's, a, it's an argumentation tactic. It's, it's, it's the argumentation tactic of the week to constantly misrepresent someone's position. I, I've never said it's black and white. I've said my position on this has never changed. It has always been number one, I'm personally against this level of consolidation. Number two, Both companies are doing exactly what they should do. Sony has every right to be against the deal. They have every right to try to squeeze concessions out of the deal. Why? They're seeking their best interest. Microsoft has every right to try to push the deal through. Microsoft has every right to be slow to grant concessions. Why? Because that's what businesses do. They seek their best interests. Like, what I'm trying to show you is, everyone's looking at Sony with, like, this evil overlord eye of like, oh, I can't believe they're doing this. It's like, you're defending Microsoft. You're defending Microsoft. Like, Microsoft, you want to talk about a company that has viciously fought for and protected its market dominance? If that's so wrong, if that's so wrong, let's just just play a logic game. You guys want to play a logic game? Let's play a logic game. Let's logically grant the premise that it's wrong for Sony to be self-interested and protect their market dominance. Let's grant that. Let's do that. That's wrong. Okay. That means you're defending a company and taking up for a company who does just that. They do wrong things. They do wrong things. So you're getting ready to hand $70 billion worth of the market to a company who has a history of doing just that. Are, are, are you now feeling the logical contradiction? Are you now feeling the cognitive dissonance? But I love Xbox! Look at Microsoft. Look at Microsoft's history. If, if you're going to accept that as a premise, yeah, Microsoft's right. Sony out here being self-interested, protecting their market dominance... You want to hand $70 billion worth of the gaming market to Microsoft? Because Microsoft has a history of that. So why are they okay and why is Sony not? Every company does that to the maximum of their ability. That's why we got the Sherman Act. This is precisely why it's blatant hypocrisy for for Microsoft to say what they're saying. Cool story, that's all companies. That's precisely the point, Jason. You have to ask yourself, why is Microsoft saying this about Sony? Doesn't that seem a little defamatory? Doesn't that seem a little like a swipe? You're, you, you, you're arguing from self-interest and trying to protect your market dominance. Microsoft said that of all companies. Imagine Google or, Imagine Google saying that. Imagine Amazon saying that. We can't believe this company won't let this acquisition go through. <laughs> they're, just, they're just being self-interested in protecting their market dominance. Like, imagine Amazon saying that and trying to take it serious. That's yeah, going too fast for me to keep up. I need Lona to be less successful. the 10 year deal is the difference not saying it's a better deal it's not but Microsoft will get Activision so it's better than nothing (laughs) and that's kill you you but see don't you see when you concede what you just conceded you quite literally just said I mean I agree with Sony you're not you're not saying that but that's what you're saying Well, it's not a better deal. That agrees with Sony. I mean, if the Activision deal goes through, it's better than nothing. That's that's literally it. That's it. That's why Sony's like, no, we can't have this. This is bad. This is bad for us. This is bad for our bottom line. You're defending the status quo. You're quoting somebody else's blog. Quit that, defending the status quo. Do you honestly think any company doesn't defend the status quo? Hey, Johnson, come in here. What, uh, what does this line here uh, say at the bottom of this report? Well, sir, it says that we are in the market dominant position by quite a good margin. Well, Johnson, I just can't have that. We don't want to defend the status quo around here. I want you to fire half the staff and end our supply lines in China. Every company is going to do what they can to maintain the status quo if the status quo is market dominance. like that, That's what they all want. What would you do? What would you do? Just, just, in a microcosmic way, take it down to video games. When you have a dominant position on the map, and you're just mowing people down, and you're winning hand over fist, and, you know, people call you a camper, or whatever, do you, do you say, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously king of the castle right now, king of the hill, and I have a dominant position in the game. I'm gonna give other people a chance. No, you're gonna do everything you can to protect that dominance. You do it in sports, you do it in video games, we do it in business. To act like that's some kind of a problem, it just smacks of hypocrisy and no self-awareness. They're both doing the same thing. Both companies are doing the same thing. The 10-year deal isn't even necessary to exist for this acquisition to go through. So whether Sony is willing to accept it or not, which they aren't, I couldn't care less about that part of this. You push the legal limit as any reasonable actor would. That's exactly right. I also think there's like this undercurrent narrative throughout all of this that like Sony somehow got to their market dominance by doing this. And it's like, that's not what they did. They bought studios just like Microsoft bought studios. They just had a better return. Lono, do you think that the 10 years is to perfect... Uh, you think it's 10 years to perfect cloud gaming? The games would be more accessible then, so they don't need the Sony money. <clears throat> Russell, I don't know about that, because I continue to think that cloud gaming is is getting funneled hey somebody ordered some coffee a little bit ago fletcher grabbed a bag of the dark roast thank you so much if you guys want to support me directly one of the best ways to do that is to buy my coffee or become a member those are the best ways to support what i do every single day i'm not running ads we just went for an hour no breaks no radio silence no ads hitting you in the face. You can buy the coffee. Hit the join button or the dollar sign. The dollar sign is a great way to support. If you're going to do a super chat, opt to gift a member instead. We're trying to we're trying to hit big member numbers here. <laughs> buying a dev is not the same as buying a publisher. It's disingenuous to keep saying that. Yeah, I don't know why people continue to trot that out as if that's like a legitimate intellectually sound argument. Oh, yo, Sony bought stuff, but it hasn't, it's not even remotely comparable in size. It's not. Look at Amazon, Google, and Walmart. Right, like if you look at Amazon, Google, and Walmart, like that would be like Amazon, Google, or Walmart getting upset, being like, oh, we want this merger to go through. Well, why? Well, I mean, we, we we would really like to get into that space. We're not we're not being successful in that space, so we'd like to get into that space. And there's somebody there that's being market dominant in that space, and 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 they're being self interested in trying to protect themselves. Like what? <clears throat> Gene says, "I'd like to think that some of you are smarter than that, but you're making it really hard." Yeah, come on, guys. You know that it's not equal. That's not That's a false equivalency to keep pointing to Sony buying studios. Did I miss the recent too long? Didn't read. Okay, we're an hour in. Let me give you a summary. A great way to thank me for doing a recap is to smash like and consider becoming a member. Okay, because this is this is this is this is work for me to kind of go back and recap. But I do it as kind of a service to the people. Uh, to to the people watching, okay? So, Microsoft publishes a response to the situation going on, you know, with the, with the acquisition. And they send it, and the document basically states that Sony is trying to block the deal because of their self-interest and trying to protect their market dominance. They also say in the document what I feel are mutually exclusive things. On one hand, they say that 10 years is plenty of time for Sony to create a Call of Duty rival. I'm going to come back to that in just a minute because I think that's just glaringly hilarious coming from Microsoft of all companies. Anyway, so that's the first thing they say. Oh yeah, you can make a rival in 10 years. And they also talk about how the remedy period of 10 years after it ends you will still be able to play Call of Duty with the old installs and backwards compatibility, lightly hinting at the fact that there's a very strong possibility Call of Duty leaves PlayStation in 10 years. Now, they go on in the document to say they have no incentive to take Call of Duty from PlayStation, they have no incentive or ability to make Call of Duty exclusive, which is very, very similar to the language they use with ZeniMax. They didn't do anything wrong with Zenimax, but they did tell everybody, we're not going to have any incentive to do that. We're going to take it on a case-by-case basis. And then as soon as the ink is dry, they're like, "That's all. That those are all Xbox exclusives now. It wasn't case-by-case basis. They didn't like analyze each game and come to a, a, a different conclusion. It was a sweeping conclusion. No, no, those, those are all exclusive now. All, all the future titles from Bethesda, those are all exclusive. So... It stands to reason for somebody to say hey you use the exact same language about incentive with Zenimax and then you turned around and made everything exclusive that's not me saying it's wrong it's saying that argumentation that behavioral remedy Zenimax is Bethesda sorry that behavioral remedy didn't last very long that, that, that argumentation it, it, it didn't last very long okay now the reason that I'm drawing attention to this CMO the reason I'm drawing attention to this is for weeks we have been told that Sony should shut up and take the deal, they're getting a better deal on Call of Duty than they have right now, and now the narrative's going to shift. Just pay very close attention. The narrative's going to shift and it's going to turn into, yep, you got 10 years, you got 10 years to build a rival to Call of Duty, it's going to be ours, yeah, Microsoft can take Call of Duty from you. Now, I'm not saying that Microsoft's going to do that. The contract certainly leans to that being a possibility. They're leaving themselves open for the possibility, right? And so, that argumentation is now at odds with, just take the deal and be quiet, it's a better deal. Just take the deal and be quiet, it's a better deal. So, you now have to to choose which narrative that you want to go with, because these are mutually exclusive. This is called a cognitive dissonance. You can't argue in one breath. Shut up, Sony. Quit crying and take the deal. You're going to get a better deal on Call of Duty, but then in the next breath, be like, well, yeah, you're going to lose Call of Duty in 10 years. Better build a rival. I send 555 more likes. Thanks for the recap. No problem. Now, I want to circle back to the Call of Duty rival. Let's talk about that for just a second cuz that got that got glossed over in the in the in the hullabaloo this morning and the and the fight and the fire and I'm sure I'm getting clipped and people are going to call me names on Twitter. Let them. They have failed to silence me and failed to stop me from covering this in the way that I want to cover it. I don't get how those are mutually exclusive. I don't understand how this is so hard Your competitor wants to buy A game that's endemic to your Revenue stream And they're offering you a 10 year deal And the deal has Vagueness with respect to parody and updates The deal softly Insinuates that in 10 years You might not get it anymore They don't currently have a deal like that with Activision Blizzard. There is no potential reality where like, oh yeah, once this contract comes to an end, you're not going to get Call of Duty anymore. Because the contracts aren't being drawn up by their direct competitor. The relationship is completely different. It's Sony to Activision Blizzard. The minute the relationship switches to Sony being to Microsoft, you can clearly see in Microsoft's argumentation that they're going to view this as theirs. Typically when your competitor buys something, they don't give you any deal at all. And in this case, you think Microsoft's offering the deal because they're nice or because they need to or the deal wouldn't go through. Do you honestly think this, this deal had a snowball's chance in hell if Microsoft walked out and said, yeah, it's ours, can't have it. The regulators would say, "Well, then the deal can't go through. <laughs> the deal can't go through. Then what are you th- what are you talking about? You think they're being kind? That's right. Yeah, it's not business calculation. It's not it's not a uh, an incentive to get the deal to go through. They're being kind. Yeah, yeah. Phil Spencer and and, and Microsoft, Microsoft. Yeah, they're being kind. They're known for their kindness and their charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah." miscategorizing employees getting sued making a company wide policy that anybody on a contract can't exceed 18 months because they don't want to pay people benefits they're known for their kindness they're known for their charitable attitude towards others no they're known for their shrewd business practices thank you shiny red flag for a brand new uh membership such a pity that i don't see an option to gift membership on my iphone yeah it's because apple wants to take a cut and google doesn't want to give them a cut so if you want to gift memberships you have to do it on a browser That's a big crux of antitrust law. No, you can't say that the regulators would do that with certainty. Yes, I can say that with certainty, Zubair, because it's the first thing they all zeroed in on. So you think the CMA and the EU and the UK, one of the primary concerns listed at the top of like all of their initial, uh, all of their provisional findings, it was all centered around Call of Duty. It was like the first thing that came up but but you don't think they would do that? They're literally pressing on Call of Duty like a wound, like, mm, what are you going to do with this? You think if Microsoft came to the table, balls on the table, and said, Call of Duty's ours. If this deal goes through, we will immediately see supporting Call of Duty on the PlayStation platform. We will no longer put PlayStation Call of Duty on the PlayStation platform. The regulators would say... We're, we're not going to push this through then. That's ridiculous. That's so anti-competitive. You can't do that. You can't just restrain the market like that. Yeah, we're going to buy up this property. It's endemic to our competitor's ecosystem, and we're going to take it from them. The regulators would immediately say, well, 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 you can't do that. It would be completely illogical for Microsoft to do that. They're not doing anything that's kind. Like... Quit with the doe-eyed sentimentality of, like, Microsoft's being kind, Microsoft's being nice. It's like people saying Microsoft's being nice by leaving Bethesda contracts in place. They honored all existing contracts when they bought Bethesda, and people said, that was really nice of Microsoft. No, it wasn't. That was a legal obligation. You think when you buy a company, you can just go in and be like, hey guys, all those contracts that you have with all those other companies, rip them up. You can't do that. You're buying that company as a package. You get all of it, everything. You get the mold in the bathrooms, you get the contract signed with other companies. They're now yours. And you are bound to whatever is inside them. It's the primary concern of antitrust law. Yeah, it's 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 literally why it's front and center. Why do people think that Microsoft is pro-consumer? No company is? Okay, this is a, this is actually a very good question. I think this is a mistake that lots of people make. They conflate a good deal with pro-consumer. A good deal isn't pro-consumer. A good deal is pro-profit. So when the shoe store does a BOGO or Kroger pushes all their overstocked chips to the front to give you a, 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 a buy one get one half off because they're trying to get rid of them that's them being pro profit they're being pro margins <laughs> oh man <laughs> I love a pro consumer grocery store look at all these deals they're pro money the, 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 the bogo of the shoes The, the Game Pass isn't pro consumer it's pro money You getting a good deal doesn't mean that the company likes you. You getting a good deal means they got you. They got your money. They got your loyalty. They got your loyalty to the point that you'll call strangers mean names on the internet because they they don't want the merger to go through. That's how much they've got you. You're holding their pocket out on the yard. You're just walking around holding their pocket. You're their bee. You're literally going to war for them on Twitter and in YouTube chats, calling people like me nasty, awful, terrible names. You look like a chump. You look like an absolute B. Bee. You've been bought. You don't even see it. Imagine going to war for multi trillion, like multi billion dollar, trillion level dollar companies. Imagine doing that. They're not pro consumer. They're pro-money. All of these companies are. I'm not singling out Microsoft. What I hear is Microsoft saying, look, we'll make a concession to get this deal through. In fact, we'll give them 10 years, but they've got 10 years to figure something else out. Right, and Zubair, that's what I've been trying to say the entire time. Microsoft's banging on the 10-year drum for a reason. There's a reason every single contract is 10 years. Why? Because in 10 years, they're hoping to be able to shift and say, yeah, we don't need to abide by that anymore. And I have constantly had to hear from people that Sony should shut up and take the deal. Sony should shut up and take the deal. They're going to get to keep call of duty. And now, and now the tide is turning. Now the narrative is going to shift to, oh, well, suck it up, Sony. You got 10 years to come up with a rival. Okay, so which is it? Should Sony take the deal because they're going to get to keep Call of Duty? Oh, we're not talking about that now. We're going to puff out our chest and say, Suck it, Sony. Yeah, that's ours now. Better come up with a rival. Wait, just a week ago, they should accept the deal because they're going to get to keep Call of Duty. Now, now, Now you're admitting they don't get to keep Call of Duty, and they should get cracking, and they should build a rival. Man, that's amazing. So they should give some other company power over their revenue streams... And they should also then be, be incentivized to create a rival. Invest their own money, their own bandwidth, their own studios to create a rival. Man, it's almost like this isn't about the sensible nature of the deal or the economic soundness of the deal. This sounds like you're motivated by hate. You don't like Sony. You're fighting for them to be hurt. Oh, I want to see their revenue hurt and yeah, make a rival. Okay, that's not a logical argument. That's not a business That's not a business structured argument. That's a, that's a personal argument. Do you see this inevitably going through regardless of the stuff happening at the moment? Do you see anything ultimately blocking this from happening? The current response from Microsoft could honestly stall the whole thing out again. Microsoft just came out and basically said, "You got 10 years, Sony." which will make Sony push back even harder which would could make the regulators say we need more time to really analyze this we have to analyze the potential impact of a foreclosure strategy in 10 years on one of the largest games in the world Microsoft just created new potential realities that need to be teased out and examined and speculated about I, like I don't think this is meaning oh it's going to get blocked I just think yep the whole thing just got pushed back by another by another month or so they ju- they just recently pushed everything back because of stuff coming out. Now this comes out, and, and the regulators are going to say, whoa 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 whoa, you use the same language with Zenimax, and you're also saying that ten years is plenty of time for Sony to build a rival. Why would they need to build a rival? Could we could we see your plans for Call of Duty? That's something that that the Motion to Compel has requested. The FTC is doing a Motion to Compel. They want to see that. They want to see their long-term plans for ZeniMax and their long-term plans for Call of Duty. Microsoft has refused all those requests. Gee, I wonder why. And here's the thing that kills me when people talk about competition. Well, this will force Sony to make better games. Okay. What's going to force Microsoft to make better games? What? I, I had a guy last night. He thought he was educating me. And he called me a potato. He apologized for calling me a potato. So it was a rare instance on Twitter where I just responded kindly to him. And I think he then felt bad. Like, ooh, I look kind of mean here. I was asking the question... If it's so easy to make a Call of Duty rival, why won't Microsoft do it? They have the money. What? They have an incentive to do it. They, they they don't have the lion's share of the Call of Duty audience. It would stand to reason you've got a lot of reasons to create a Call of Duty rival because you wouldn't be competing with Call of Duty on your own platform. You don't, you don't have the lion's share of the audience. And this guy says, well, of course, They're going to do this. It's faster. It's easier. It would take a long time to create a really good game and a really good rival. It's just faster to buy a good game. Oh. Hmm. And that's going to force Sony to compete. That's going to force Sony to innovate and make better games. And that's competition. That's good for the market, right? What's going to make Microsoft compete? they're just they're just buying up property so that they can have the revenue from it It's simpler and easier doesn't make it bad never said it was bad track with my logic I'm I wasn't done arguing I was just building a case seriously think about that. If if this is competitive, if this is competition, what forces Microsoft to make competitive edge games? They don't have to. They just bought a bunch of them, and they can just soak up that revenue. Yeah, baby, we just bought some of the biggest titles in the world. We don't gotta make good games. We just buy them. Microsoft is bad at developing. They should stop doing that. This is a double slam. You buy the best shooter. You also get hold over when it comes to your competitor as well. They clearly picked the most beneficial path. Of course they did. Of course they did. See, that's what always makes me wonder when people say Sony should have thought about this before they relied so heavily on a third party. Hmm. Really? So Sony should have thought about that before they relied so heavily on a third party, you mean like Microsoft's trying to rely heavily on a third party acquisition to enter the the actual marketplace? Like that? You you don't see the hypocrisy and contradiction there? Criticizing Sony for investing and growing and fostering an ecosystem where Call of Duty flourishes and 48% of the people that buy Call of Duty buy it on their platform, and when Microsoft falls behind, Microsoft's basically saying, Going forward, if we're going to compete, we need to rely on third-party. We need to buy up all this third-party property. That's the only way we compete. Wow. It almost seems like you only apply that criticism to Sony, but you don't apply it to Xbox. Sony buys companies as well. Uh, Buying developers is not an issue. I have no problem with people buying developers. In fact... I kind of like when companies buy smaller developers and invest in them and help them grow. Just yesterday, I praised the uh, independent developer efforts of Xbox with ID at Xbox. I really like what they've done with some of the indie studios over there. I applaud that. Do more of that. Buy studios, pump them up, invest in them, help them kick out great products. That's good. You're basically reaching down and elevating studios that couldn't do it on their own. I I love what they've done with ID at Xbox. I think they should do more of it. I even argued yesterday that they should fold ID at Xbox over into Game Pass to get more eyes on the game demos of those indie games and those indie studios to drive more of an ecosystem of purchase and supporting those smaller studios and smaller games. Like, like, but again, I'm a pony. I, I, do, I do an entire stream on ID at Xbox and game demos and Game Pass and how they can move forward in a, in a very competitive way, And but I'm a Sony pony. You won't go watch that content. I think some of you guys look for a fight. You look for a fight. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go out here and fight for Xbox. So you actually don't click on positive Xbox content. You suspect. You suspect. I know what you're doing. You don't click on positive Xbox videos. It's why you've never seen my positive Xbox videos. You don't click on them. You go looking for a fight. You go looking for someone to call a Sony pony. So you look for negative Xbox content. It's it's like, that's the content you consume. I already put that on the screen, Fuzzy. 2.13. COD is an entertainment franchise which is already nearly 20 years old. Like, if people think I'm cherry-picking and avoiding aspects of the document... They're going to go and tell you that by the way. I guarantee you there'll be people on Twitter that run with that false narrative. Oh yeah, he didn't he didn't show the parts of the document about parity. Yes, I did. He didn't show the parts of the document about incentives and how they have no incentive or ability to take make and make caught exclusive. No, I did. I looked at it. I read it loud and clear for everybody to hear and then I said, "This sounds awfully familiar." which is cause for skepticism and inquiry. i'll let hilly speak to uk law if he can the only standard in modern antitrust law is economic efficiency usually measured by the allocation of resources that maximizes value competition is a nebulous goal innovation is not relevant i wasn't speaking as if innovation was legally relevant zubair i was speaking about innovation and competition because of the current narrative The current narrative is, well, this will force Sony to compete and make a better game. It'll make, it'll force them to make better games. Microsoft has failed to compete and make, and have a great first party offering for 22 years. And they've been behind. So why is, why is knocking Sony down a peg going to result in that? And again, my question to those people is, who's going to make Microsoft compete? They're not attempting to compete. They're not attempting to innovate. They're just buying existing games. Why are you so worried about Sony coming up with better games? That's the other interesting question to ask these people. You're all rah-rah Xbox. You're all rah-rah Microsoft. What does it matter to you if Sony starts making better games? Don't you want Xbox to make better games if you're Team Xbox? I'm Team Xbox. I have a Series X. I want them to make better games. I don't see this putting any pressure on Microsoft to make me better games. I don't. (laughs) Who And is this guy? What's this guy? What's this guy talking about creature? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What's his name? interacting with this guy true king gaming what's he trying to draw attention to I can't see what he's saying I'm not seeing it he's talking about somebody I I, I cannot see him in chat I don't know what's going on I don't know why I can't see him I have like blindness here if anybody wants to screenshot what he's there you know there he is all the super chats and channel members are going your business i didn't know watching other people was a business you should patent it i'm not sure what you're saying are you criticizing the fact that i'm getting super chats i'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not understanding here he's, he's interacting with creature you're live streaming i swear i'm watching reforge myob mind your own business Creature is my producer and one of my moderators. He's not streaming. He's not a content creator. No problem clipping people and talking smack about people. I don't chill. You're the kind of person to see something bad happening and pulls out the phone to record instead of help. No, you don't know who you're talking to. Creature is 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 my producer and my and my my business strategist. He we have literally we have literally reached out to people professionally about some of the slander. We already got tweets deleted. We already have handled some of that. We already have. Jez Corden took tweets down. We we had a very professional discussion in an email. So if people want to take that route and act that way, we're going to reach out and just be professional about it and be like, hey man, come on. What's going on here? So if people with platforms do that and you draw it to our attention, we will deal with it. We're not in the business of defaming or slandering or doing or, or being or saying libelous things about other people. If other people want to use their platforms to do it, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. Now, if somebody's going to react to my content and they want to dunk on me, I watched, oh no, it's Alex. I watched his reaction to my content. I DM'd him last night. I said, hey man, thanks for the reaction. I appreciated how you handled folks trying to slander me. He kind of glided over it. I invited him to come on the show. I said, "Yeah, come on the show, baby. Come on the show." I I, to, I told Jez, "Come on the show. We can complain about how frustrating it is to cover ABK." I no, Corden didn't go after one of my videos. No, he just said things on Twitter that were unfounded and false, and they were very libelous. And I had a professional conversation with him about it, and he was he was cordial and willing to hear me and open invitation for him to come on the show open invitation i uh, oh no and oh no it's alex and i we were talking shop in a dm last night we were talking about super chats and members we were talking shop like, i i don't take that kind of stuff personal i don't i don't take it personal i said man hey thanks for the reaction i i think i think oh no it's alex is hilarious i think he's hilarious i don't agree with him i think he misunderstood a bunch of my argumentation but he's funny He's a shock jock. He's a character. You know, good for him. He created a brand and people love him. Good for him. You know, if I ever have him on the show, it'll probably be hilarious. What's the K in ABK? King Mobile. Activision Blizzard King. When people say Activision Blizzard King, they're 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 not praising them or complimenting them. I have absolutely no problem. If some podcast wanted to react to my content, I watched a clip of it and they fundamentally misunderstand me. As long as they don't say anything libelous or slanderous, people can make up their own mind. If somebody watches that podcast, RDX or whatever, and if they think those guys really grappled with my argumentation and really understood it, that's fine. I don't think they even stepped onto the landscape of the discussion. They completely misunderstood me. If the only way to argue against me is to misunderstand me or to misrepresent me, that, that betrays your entire argument. That's just a straw man. If you wanna be cordial, if you wanna if you wanna come on and have a back and forth and be able to ask questions, come on the show. I'll have people on. I don't care. You wanna grab a clip and and, and, and and you know and not give it a fair shake or take me out of context. Eh, whatever. I don't care if people want to do that. I'm only going to push against people that get libelous or or slanderous or, or defamatory. Those are the only people that I'm going to say, hey, you, 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 I, I would appreciate if you don't do that. I, I would appreciate if you don't do that. If they react to my argumentation, and they keep it civil, I don't care. That's fine. That's that's content creation, baby. The COD deal will sell a lot of consoles. Not enough to top Sony, though. They own too much of the Asian market. <sighs> Who is I have I have and support all major platforms. I will use the previous Zenimax deal as an example. The same did not take place there. That PayPal name though, yeah. Dealer called him Refried Gaming. Yeah, but see, I don't care about that. If you want, dude, listen. If you want to be juvenile and name call and act like, and, and do that, that that says. More about you. I don't care if you want to make fun of my name, uh, my haircut, my glasses. You're just showing your maturity level, you're just showing your intellect level like that. You, you hurt yourself, you, you lack self respect for your own self and your own brand. If you're gonna do that, I don't care who cares. men men should not be cu- concerned with with childlike behavior like it doesn't bother me like like it, who cares A name call go ahead I would eat that person for their 87 character name. I do wish pay I do wish YouTube would limit how long you could make your name. Pre-authorized transaction for $110 from PayPal. Like I don't know. What about the Zenimax deal? Listen, you got to change your name or you got to go. <laughs> you you got to change your name or you got to go, bro. <laughs> I agree, uh, crazy, but COD fans go where COD is best and have best exclusives. We know this. Well, here's here's the the real, real thing to think about. Okay. Hang on. I think somebody ordered some coffee. Give me a second here. Oh, no. Hang on. It's not. A fast-growing game on Steam. It's just some email about a Steam game. Um, guys, make sure you're smashing the like button. Make sure you're hitting subscribe. I appreciate all of the amazing support today. We are, uh, we're only an hour and a half into the show, so make sure you're smashing subscribe. This over here is only two people doing it on their own. We have not missed our member goal since November of last year. Help us hit that by gifting a member. You can gift pa- batches of members. You can jump in as a member. And we only need 23 more likes for 400. We need to hit that next like milestone. Let's go. Okay, so... The thing to really think about is you got to zoom out on this and don't just think about Call of Duty. If Microsoft is thinking in 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, right? What they're attempting to do is also giving themselves the ability to pull people to their ecosystem over the next 10 years. Think about it. Think about it. If their plan is at some point to be in a position to limit or adjust their call of duty deal, right? I- imagine, imagine they do that. Imagine they do that. They, they, they adjust the call of duty deal in 10 years. One of the reasons they would do that is if over the next 10 years, they start winning people over to their ecosystem, Now, they have said they can't really do that. They admitted in one of the documents, I think it was one of the documents to Brazil, where they just, they can't seem to get people to switch sides, and they're not confident that they could do that, right? I still think that's part of the strategy. I think that's part of the strategy. Part of the strategy is we need to get people on our ecosystem so that if we want to foreclose on cod or limit cod will be able to think about what that does that then gives them an incentive to do it they're arguing in the document we don't have an incentive to do this we don't have an incentive to do this they could spend the next 10 years creating incentives to do it they could spend the next 10 years creating an, an environment where Oh, well, no, now we have an incentive to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've got a lot more uh, revenue stream from this. We have a lot more uh, brand loyalty tied to this. It's really endemic to the Xbox ecosystem. Call of Duty and Xbox now go hand in hand as a brand name. Think about that if you think about the marketing, if you think about what that does passively to the consumer, what that does the top of mind marketing, what that does for brand awareness, people start to think about Call of Duty and Xbox in a synonymous way, suddenly they have incentive to do it. That would be my prediction is if I'm looking at Microsoft over the next 10 years... Call of Duty is one aspect of this. There's a whole other aspect in their strategy of we're going to try and get way more people on our ecosystem. Could you please read the oversight committee clause in the document? No. Until they start making games as good as PlayStation, I'm not thinking about going over there. Right, but you got to think about how much property they're about to own, Sorcerer. They could really incentivize people to come. Th- think about this, and they said this in one of the in one of the things. Is, is it in the? Is it in this first one? Right here, right here. The practical effect of the remedy will go beyond the ten-year period. Go back a little bit, about midway through the document. Here it says Microsoft considers that a period of ten years is sufficient. For Sony as a leading publisher and console platform to develop alternatives to COD. The 10 year term will extend into the next console generation. It, it'll extend into the next console generation. So if I'm Microsoft, I'm thinking about all of the other property I can use for the next generation of console, because that's when you could get people to switch. Do you see? This is what they're doing. They're creating this bridge of like, oh yeah, 10 years, 10 years. 10 years just happens to encase the next generation of console. Which means Microsoft could be like, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, Call of Duty, that's fine. And they've got all this other property to play with. They have all this other property to say, if we, if we do this right if we position this property correctly we could get people to come to our side next generation so beyond the series X what I think you would probably see this is just a prediction I think you would see a lot of launch titles a lot of Activision Blizzard launch titles for the next Xbox they would trot that out in, in a trailer they'd be like boom trailer boom trailer boom all of these day one launch titles for the xbox elite or whatever they call that you know the next the next uh, the next xbox and if they successfully do that and they get a bunch of people to switch if a, gr- if a great enough percentage of people switch and start buying into their ecosystem buying into their consoles well now you have an incentive you've now fostered an environment that allows you to say eh well we have an incentive to do it now we got a lot of people to switch we got a lot of people to come over to our side I'm an Xbox guy but some of you Xbox guys need to chill with calling Lono insulting names I've been watching him for forever he wants what's best for gamers and the ones developing them be better yeah I mean people that are like People project onto me their own insecurities. They're like, "Why are you freaking out? Why are you crying? Why, you know, why are you so upset? I, what? what are you talking about?" Like, they're the one that that feels that emotional instability, so they project that onto somebody else because it can make them feel superior. You know, it's it's just juvenile behavior. There's no, you know, you come in here and insult me. That's that's not an argument. You know, that's not an argument. If you want to argue. If you want to, if you want to debate, if you want to talk, well, let's talk. Friday, uh 5:30. Okay, perfect. Thieves, see thieves everywhere. I'm so deep in the Sony's economy, I'll just roll over to the PC and stay to PlayStation for exclusives. Well, see, that's the beauty of it, isn't it, Brian? One of the things I talked about in my, you know, what Microsoft needs to do, uh, what Microsoft needs to do at the, uh, in 2023 is I said, they need to improve their PC presence because if you improve your PC presence, that's a whole lot of people that say, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what's going on over there? Game pass, game demos, game trials. All these big Activision titles, wow! You get the PC audience to migrate over to your ecosystem, that creates another incentive for foreclosure on a competitive con- on a competing console. Why? Our ecosystem's bigger than consoles now. We don't need to do that. Yeah, we don't need to put that game over there. No, yeah, our ecosystem has now encased everything it's it's our ecosystem is on on mobile on on steam deck our ecosystem is on pc You know our ec- ecosystem is on the xbox console so if they can get their ecosystem to have that all-encompassing feel then they could say no we, we totally have an incentive to foreclose on on playstation playstation is not really a factor for us anymore our ecosystem has grown look look at our ecosystem growth over the last 10 years now if you just if you just calm down and see now you're seeing why sony has been saying from the get-go this deal is 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 bad for us you're trying to cut us out of endemic revenue this is something that is woven into our platform and you want to cut us out of it and for people to say you know Sucks to suck, that's competition. That's just a fundamental misunderstanding of why acquisitions need oversight. Is that accurate? I don't have the document in front of me. It's on my streaming rig and I don't like opening things like that while I'm streaming because it causes all kind of hitches and problems. It's a PDF. Like, I, I know Anung uh, Anung Unrama is doing the classic. It's a classic strategy, and let me expose your strategy because I'm kind of sick of you. You come in, and instead of engaging with any of my argumentation, I sh- I show this, I show this. I show this, I trot out all this argumentation, I trot out all these points, I walk through an 18-page document monologue, and you find the one thing I didn't talk about. And what you attempt to do, is you attempt to create this splinter and say, well, he didn't read the entire document, there's this one thing he's leaving out. You're attempting to denounce or, or disrupt my coverage by bringing in one thing. It's a scummy tactic, because... The oversight committee has no bearing on anything I've said today. It doesn't. Oh, yeah, sure. We'll have an oversight committee to ensure parity. Okay. That has nothing to do with anything I've said today. It isn't. It's not contrary to, to, to what I've said. I've said there's two narratives now. There, there's there's a narrative of people saying, Sony should accept the deal. They're getting a better deal. Sony should accept the deal. They're going to get to keep Call of Duty. And now a new narrative is emerging. You got 10 years Sony. You put on notice Sony. You got 10 years to come up with a Call of Duty rival. These narratives are mutually exclusive. Pick one. Why do you care? Why do you care? I've been discussing the very point th- those very points for months now. People don't want to have intellectual dialogue. What can I find for you to read? I'm just pointing out the strategy. Cod isn't being taken from anyone. <laughs> never said that. you're arguing against something I didn't say. he's been he's been uh, messing with you for two hours about this. please just roast him. It's a scummy argumentation tactic. It's just scummy. It's like. I trot out all this argumentation, all this logic, and you intentionally avoid all of it. You don't address all of it. You don't engage in dialogue with me. You're doing the classic tactic of I'm going to talk about Lono. I'm going to talk about Lono's argumentation and his coverage instead of engaging with what he said because you can't. Your inability to engage with what I'm saying forces you to take scummy underhanded tactics of Misunderstanding me, claiming I'm omitting info or didn't read the entire document. And you just said COD's not being taken from anyone. You're not even engaging with what I'm saying. It's exhausting. The band should have stuck the other day. You're not allowed to hang out here. You flat tire the discussion because I have to keep going back and saying, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And and then you try to subvert the conversation by saying, "Well, you didn't read everything. I just engaged with the oversight committee and expressed how it has no bearing on my argumentation." I'm tired of people that are either too you're too slow to keep up. I can't keep going back and re-explaining myself. It's a literal flat tire on the discussion. <clears throat> It's literally a flat tire. I have to keep going back and saying that's not what I said. That wasn't my point. That's not what I said. Like and it's exhausting. It's you're you're only doing that because it doesn't allow me to continue the conversation flow. It's it's a tactic, it's a scummy underhanded tactic. <clears throat> It's an intentional way to handicap your momentum. Yeah, it's so manipulative, and I'm done. I've banned so many people for that recently. It's like, come in and debate my points. Debate it. Food for thought. Saying the sky is blue is not defending the sky being blue. Thank you for the $5 tip, Basement Radio Arcade. He was completely misrepresenting what it said anyway. There it is, sits in Discord. It's up to Microsoft to create the committee. It's literally up to them to create the committee. Wow. Why do you entertain him? Just ban him and move on? Well, okay, you have to understand something. I don't like feeding into the narrative that I ban people for disagreeing with me. There, there's, a, there's another tactic that people use is they come in and they provoke a ban so then they can go lie to people and say, oh, that guy bans you if you disagree with him. It's literally part of my brand to discuss and engage in debate and dialogue. And people come in and they're really underhanded. They don't insult me. They don't provoke the ban. But what they do is is they flat tire the discussion. And they intentionally misunderstand me and misrepresent me. Or they attempt to subvert all of my coverage by being like, well, you didn't read everything. Here's this one line. Here's this one paragraph that you didn't read. And it's like, that has no bearing on my argumentation. Because if Microsoft were to pick a committee to oversee the delivery of Call of Duty over the next 10 years, that has nothing to do with any of my coverage. It doesn't. We also have seen people that come in trolley and then they get with the program. I support giving people a chance. That's what I'm saying. I don't just like bopping people right away. I like being like, come on, man. Just come in and have a discussion. Trolley, trolley. Yeah, I don't know how you spell trolley. I think think trolley is with an E, isn't it? Still never said what Lono omitted, omitted. He claimed that I omitted the part about the oversight committee. The oversight committee doesn't matter because my entire point was... You can't claim that the 10-year deal is a better deal if there's the passive threat of Call of Duty going away at the end of the remedy period. If the remedy period ends, and and Microsoft is insinuating quite strongly that at the end of that 10-year remedy period, you better have a rival ready, well, then anything that happens in that 10-year period doesn't matter. We just got passive concession that this is not a better deal than you have right now because this deal is likely going to end in exclusive. Oh, but we don't have incentive for exclusives. Oh, okay, but you said that before with ZeniMax. Y- you use the same argumentation with ZeniMax. The whole argument is filled with assumptions. Console wars in 10 years. No regulations when there's a whole section in the document. The fact that Sony won't or can't create something like Call of Duty. How is it full of assumptions? What, what what am I what am I assuming in my in my argumentation? <clears throat> I would love for, I would love to see that pointed out to me. What am I assuming? Also, I cited the CMA document right here. That says, if developing a rival game is sufficiently costly, it may be that it would be more profitable or less loss-making for a platform to accept that its competitive offering has been weakened than to attempt to develop a new franchise. They're literally saying it would be better to just lose the money because you, it would be more costly, more risky, more potentially damaging to try to create a competitor. CMA said that. They're they're literally saying, it's probably probably more cost effective to not even do it. How do they not understand that consolidating multiple corporations isn't competition? It's anti-competitive and will eventually hurt everybody. Lono gives a document chatter. You're just assuming... really got to get this number in the corner going got to get it going chat one at the time if we have to who's going to do it who's going for king gifter today Who, if, if you've been enjoying this show and my coverage for the last couple of weeks come on baby hit that join button jump in it's five bucks but that would be Sony's problem to deal with empty platitude that's not a legal argument. That's not a business argument. That's not an economic argument. That's just an empty platitude. Well, that'd be Sony's problem to deal with. That, yeah, that's quite literally why they're against the deal. That's called business disruption. You're gonna If this deal goes through, you have the power to disrupt our revenue. You have the power to put massive incentivization on us to endure hardship or take big, big risks. Yeah you're right it is their problem which is exactly why they're against it like imagine building a business and somebody comes in and spends a ton of money buying up some supply chain and they're, they're your direct competitor and they buy up some supply chain of something that's going to have a direct impact on you it's going to hurt your revenue it's going to chop you down a peg and potentially damage your business and they go well that's your problem no there there are there are antitrust laws to protect my business from this kind of behavior hey Raptor that's an old school name from the purple days taking us to seven members on the day. thank you for five gifted members It's been too long since a member bomb Bulls for life Jeff Ford Roadkill call me T k and Brittany all getting a gifted membership thank you so much Raptor. who else is gonna jump on Ronald says six hundred and seventy seven viewers and two members. Fringe chat those are rookie numbers yeah let's pump these numbers up come on let's pump these numbers up that's what lulu meant by a better deal she's saying the current contracts fit to be up anyways so they could just get the rights to xbox so they could just get the rights xbox like sony did yeah but that's such a bluff and you know it mike that's a bluff if they don't if they don't get it, yo, Freezy Pop has said some good things to say this morning. Thank you so much for gifting a member to him. Kicking it with Timmy B gifted a membership to Freezy Pop. Makes me think of Fizzy Pop that I kept saying yesterday. That's why Lona's argument doesn't make sense? Yeah, my argument doesn't make sense. So so you think <clears throat> You think Activision Blizzard is hard up for cash, goes to Microsoft for a buyout? And you think they would end their relationship with Sony. Sony was 13% of Activision's revenue last year. And you think they'd end their relationship with them. Yeah. I think their shareholders would have something to say about that. I think their fiduciary duty would come into play. Yo, Tovo is going to gift a member and it goes to Brando. Getting us close to the halfway mark on the member goal. That's nine members on the day. Like, seriously, think about that. So... Currently, Activision admits that 13% of their annual revenue comes from Sony and Microsoft was so low that they didn't even register on the report. Also, it's on record that Activision Blizzard has avoided Game Pass because of the cannibalistic effect it has on sales. And you think that Activision Blizzard would just end their deal with with Sony and Call of Duty... I think that their shareholders would have something to say about that. Their fiduciary duty would come into effect. They would say, you're, "They would say, what are you doing? Maintain that contract with them. It's lucrative. It's profitable. You can't just end it and go to Microsoft and be and be petty. You, 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 there, there is no petty line items. Well, why would you do that? Well, they disrupted our merger. So the frick, what? We need to survive." Minds change what <laughs> legal argumentation, business argumentation, you respond with minds change. Okay. That's so compelling. I see the hardware space evaporating. Profits and similarities in performance in the next ten plus year, ten times years. It's more profitable to distribute software, less overhead. It's not been proven that Microsoft is doing this for the purpose of unlawfully damaging competitors or the market, so it would certainly be only on Sony to figure out how to make it work. No deal is necessary. No deal is necessary, and yet that's all Microsoft's been focusing on to try to get it to go through. I actually think the deal is necessary. The regulators seem to think so. Like, our armchair hand-waving of like, oh, there's no deal necessary here. They can just do whatever they want. Well, regulators don't think so, and neither does Microsoft. It's literally the power... It's, it's, it's happened before. That's the power of marketing rights. Where do you think people played COD the most on the 360 cycle? Yeah, but you're not engaging with my argumentation about fiduciary duty, the shareholders, and the 13% revenue that goes to... Activision from Sony and Microsoft didn't even register because Microsoft ecosystem is in third place and Microsoft more focuses on Game Pass to the point that Activision Blizzard avoids Game Pass. They, they, they wouldn't shift that contract because they would stand to lose tons of money. He said he doesn't care about a deal, he just wants to block the merger. Yeah, yeah. I, I It's funny, that, that to me continues to be funny people say that those are antics the guys that reacted to my content on that podcast said Jim Ryan's antics antics multi-billion dollar corporation CEO attempting to block a merger is antics your bias is showing your slip is showing like seriously yeah what's funny is he's not beating around the bush that's that's what he did is called being a truth-speaking man. He's being a man. He's like, I'm, I'm here to block your merger. I'm not crying. I'm not being a baby. I'm, I'm not throwing a fit. I'm here to block the merger. I don't want your merger to go through. This con- This content's too meaningful to my ecosystem. This revenue is too meaningful to my bottom line. I can't let you have this. I'll do everything I can to stop this. That's literally his responsibility. He's, he he walks in the room and he does what he's obligated to do and people call it antics and throwing a fit. What? What are you, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah, straight to the point. I'm, I don't want a deal. I want to block the merger. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not here to broker a deal. If it goes through... Well, we're going to push for as many concessions as we can get, because if you suddenly have this level of power over our revenue streams, well, we cannot abide that. We cannot allow that. He's doing his job to protect the company he works for, just like Microsoft is doing their job trying to buy up the market. They're both doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Right, and only one side accuses the other of antics and fit-throwing. Who's the desperate and insecure one again, remind me? Is it the side that's constantly accusing the other side of crying, constantly accusing the other side of throwing a fit and doing antics? I feel like the side that's doing all the name calling and all of the projection of emotion. I feel like maybe that's the side that's desperate and insecure in the discussion because you're resorting to weak argumentation tactics. You're, you're resorting to emotionally charged language. That's typically a sign of insecurity. If you can stick to the facts, if you can stick to the the legal argumentation, you don't need to do all that. You don't need to do all this grandstanding. Dismantle Sony's position logically. Dismantle what Jim Ryan has done logically. Do it from a business perspective, an economic perspective. Do it from a legal perspective. Do it. Name-calling and blustering and putting tears on his face on your thumbnails, that's... You're not doing anything. You're... You're not arguing, you're just showing a, a, a lack of ability. You, you don't have the ability here. You you seem to not be able to, to do what to what's required. Listen. Same goes for any of the Sony channels doing that to Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer's doing exactly what he's supposed to do as well. So if they're going to throw thumbnails up of Phil Spencer crying and looking pathetic, no. these, These men are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. You're saying that Lono is untruthful and biased. I pinned your comments. I hope he answers you. What's he saying? Hang on. I can't get the big... I can't... I can't see the pinned comment. Are you my dad's belt because you hit different? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (sighs) Who thought this wasn't the goal? He's been clear from the beginning he's wanted to block it. Moderator pinned a comment. You're just not going to be truthful? Demonstrate how I've not been truthful. See, there's a huge problem on the internet. There's a sickness. And the sickness is people who are deluded into thinking that an assertion is an argument. An assertion is not an argument. Bill Spencer is wrong. That's not an argument. That's an assertion. If I were to say that and then just move on, I haven't argued anything. I haven't substantiated my claim. I have merely asserted it. Assertions are not right? They are not at all assertions are not arguments. That's a giant sickness in dialogue. Unrama, you ban evade again. I'm going to reach out to my partner manager. Stop it. Ban evasions against TOS. Quit making extra accounts and coming in here. You're no longer welcome. You walked yourself out the door, not me. So if you're going to say, hey reforge gaming your arguments wrong you're biased you're untruthful those are all assertions those are all assertions those are not arguments substantiate the claim y'all confusing exclusive with marketing rights it literally doesn't hurt cod i'll never get that question answered How would selling the marketing rights to Xbox, though, for more money limit COD growth? Well, I don't know if it would limit COD growth, but it would certainly affect Sony's ability to position that content on their platform. Because think about it like this. If you lose the marketing rights, that means you don't get the trailers. That means you don't get the B-roll. That means you don't get any of the primo treatment or placement. You lose all of that. What that does is that affects what's called top-of-mind marketing. So top-of-mind marketing is... It's one of the reasons that even with a DVR, you're like fast-forwarding through the commercials. Like, let's say you recorded the Super Bowl and you're fast-forwarding through the commercials. One of the reasons that commercials now have entire frames of just their logo, they know you're going to see that. You're going to see the golden arches. You're going to see the Budweiser logo. What that does is it creates top-of-mind marketing. Top-of-mind marketing means it's at the top of your mind. So when you're out of the store, you think, let's get some Budweiser. You're out driving around, let's get some McDonald's. Top-of-mind marketing is incredibly effective. Effective In securing sales and conversion rates. So if Sony suddenly loses the marketing rights to Call of Duty, it would have an immediate effect on the percentage of conversions, pre-orders, all those things that they get to do to procure funds and make money, it, it would have a negative effect on that. So that's what people don't understand. Something as simple as losing the marketing rights will have a negative impact on Sony's revenue streams with respect to Call of Duty. That is a valid concern as a business. That's a valid thing to bring up to the regulators. That's If you allow your direct competitor to just buy something and then negatively impact your revenue, if you think that's just totally fine that's how the business world works you haven't paid attention to the last 120 years of antitrust law you can't just buy something up and use it to negatively affect the revenue streams of your competitor that's not something that we allow and and shrug-shouldered hand-waving just shows you're too ignorant to enter the discussion so that's Sony's problem Thank you for admitting that you don't have the ability to enter the discussion. That's Sony's problem. So what? That's competition. You just admitted that you would flunk out of a business class in a community college your first semester. You you would The first pop quiz. F. You're done. You don't even have entrance-level understanding of business practice. I just walked out in detail all the layers that affect a company's revenue stream, whether it's top-of-mind marketing, marketing contracts, pre-order incentives, getting your content in front of people, maintaining those audience members through, through loyalty spiffs and making sure you're, you're emailing them or putting things in front of them. They open up PlayStation and there it sits. I walk out all of that and how that's just literally one layer that would negatively affect Sony's revenue streams and the response is, so what? Who cares? That's Sony's problem. You you literally aren't even getting into the stand. You're not even getting into the stands, the stadium, or the field of the argument. You're outside in the parking lot throwing rocks in. <laughs> so what? You're not even entering the discussion. We do. T Mobile owns Sprint, happens all the time. Okay, T Mobile buying Sprint, what, what did that do? Imagine if uh, AT&T bought up a supply line of chips that dramatically affected Verizon's ability to sell phones and distribute phones. They suddenly started making way less money on a certain phone model. Verizon would have every right to push against that and say, if you buy that as our direct competitor, you can harm our revenue streams overnight. You can harm our revenue streams overnight. But when your direct competitor buys something that you rely upon for revenue, you have a duty and a right to protect it. Nobody understood my Coke, my my McDonald's Coke analogy because all I was trying to do was establish when you have two competing companies and one of those companies wants to buy something. That would give them the power and the ability to harm and diminish the revenue of this, of their competitor. That is against regulatory principles of business. You don't let companies do that. Because if you give them the power to do that, they could slowly kill every form of competition. Every form of competition. Yeah, this guy, competitor over there, no problem. Uh, Let's see. Where do they make a good chunk of their money? oh, well, this company makes a good chunk of their money uh, by selling these little gadgets. Okay, buy the company that makes the gadgets. Buy that company. Yeah, okay, okay. We now own that company that makes the gadgets. Okay, let's raise the price. That If that company wants to buy these gadgets now, let's raise the price. New contract, new negotiation deal. And that company says, whoa, 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 whoa. You just murdered our margins. We're now making millions less dollars a year. We have to downsize? We have to close we have to close production lines? We have to fire people? We have to close? We have to we have to shut down? We have to we have to end? This is exactly why these laws are in place. You think Microsoft is buying too many gaming companies, a lot of acquisitions lately? I think consolidation of this level is bad. You keep saying that with such certainty it makes me uncomfortable. I wouldn't say anything with that much certainty. What am I saying with certainty? What am I saying with certainty? What? I haven't said what will happen. I've said that if your direct competitor buys something that then them it gives them the power over your revenue that's something that gets blocked all the time. That isn't the correct analogy though. Coke can still be in McDonald's. McDonald's just doesn't have the marketing rights. They can still sell it. Again, a fundamental misunderstanding of the analogy. You just display that you don't understand the analogy. The analogy is quite literally your direct competitor buying a product that they now own and that product is endemic to your revenue streams that would give you every right to say we don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen. That statement right there with stream delays, Zuber, Do you really think I know what you're referring to? Like, think about it, Mike. You you you're just you're just misunderstanding the analogy. If you have two companies that are competing with each other, they are direct competitors, and one of those companies buys a product that. McDonald's makes $23 billion a year. 5% of that is estimated to be Coca-Cola. And the profit margins on Coca-Cola is amazing for them. We allow anti-competitive behavior all the time. At some level, we call it illegal. Okay, so forget that part of it, Zubair. I am simply trying to establish... Sony's right to push against it. Sony has a business interest, a fiduciary duty to say we don't want our competitor to have power over our revenue streams. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's not that complex. You don't need to go talking about, well, well, Taco Bell has the Baja Blast and you can still get a cheeseburger and if you take a Pepsi and flip it sideways... No. No, the analogy is literally just establishing if your direct competitor buys a product that is endemic to your revenue streams, it's in all of your stores, it's on all of the marketing and now your direct competitor can disrupt, diminish or shrink that revenue You have every right to fight against that. That's it. That's all the analogy is meant to to communicate. That's all that's it. It's that simple. This is business. This is like antitrust 101. This is quite literally why this is being regulated and why this is being looked over. Because No, nobody's talking about this from a business or legal perspective. They're talking about it from a fandom perspective. If you just talk about it from a business perspective, it's like, well, of course, Sony's trying to block it. They make tons of money on Call of Duty. Of course, they're trying to block it. Yo, what's good? Good to see you train train. Get these people to do a train, baby. We need we need uh, we need uh, some more members here. We're at nine out of twenty-five. Let's get it going. How could you people not understand this? The way Microsoft should be producing a superior product to disrupt the games, buying something that is super relevant to the competitors' revenue isn't right. That, that's the thing. People say, "Well, no, this is competitive." It's like, no, competitive would be coming up with a superior product. Competitive would be innovating coming up with something that says our platforms better our games are better you're not doing that you're literally buying something that gives you the ability to disrupt revenue streams with your direct competitor that's not competitive at all that's the that's the antithesis of competitive if the deal goes through even if it has to go through the court would you say okay that's fair I don't speak in those terms about this a lot of the times Mike you and some other people have tried to put me into a false binary well if it goes through is that fair? would you say the deal's fair? I've never once talked about fair I've talked about what is good for the market I've talked about consolidation in relation to consumer options I've talked about squelching innovation because Microsoft won't have to innovate they'll just suddenly own a bunch of revenue streams they don't have to do anything to them Microsoft's history with franchises and developers that they've bought isn't a great history. We've I've talked about why why Sony has a vested interest in blocking the deal. I've never once talked about if it is it fair or not. Brain says with a $5 tip. You heard him you heard Lono, let's go. Thank you for the five dollar tip. Would you say the regulators were corrupt or something? No, why would I say that? I, see, I don't need to run with propagandistic language. You're trying to put me into a corner of being like, well, if the deal goes through, are you going to say that, the, that the, the regulators are corrupt? W- what are you talking about? The regulators are doing everything they're supposed to do right now. I was told for months regulators couldn't get in the way of this. This deal was going through squeaky clean. I was told that the regulators had no power. I was told that the regulators would just have to get out of the way or they'd be embarrassed. And as far as I can tell, the regulators have a whole lot of control over whether or not this goes through. And there's been a whole lot of concessions that have come from Microsoft because of the regulators. That's what's supposed to happen. Yo, Skiffy Skiffle says, I'll be the first member of the train. Don't leave Skiffy hanging, guys. He just did the first one. It goes to Zathos. Don't leave our boy Skiffy hanging there with that gifted membership. fair, legal, and optimal for the industry are vastly different concepts yeah, I don't don't get into these false binaries of like, this is fair, this is unfair no, it's listen, Microsoft's making their arguments, Sony's making their arguments, both of them are doing exactly what they're supposed to do, no one's crying no one's desperate, no one's throwing a fit, all of that is just propagandistic, emotionally charged language to cloud the issues. It's preventing people from looking at the thing straight face because they watch some podcast where someone's like, yeah, Jim Ryan's crying, and it's like... Then you view everything he's doing through that lens. You just don't personally like the deal. Laws don't matter, then? What do you mean laws don't matter? See? see that's what you're trying to do. That's so underhanded. Do you... Have you... You've been here many times before. You think you're going to get away with that? You think you're going to get away with false dichotomous? Like, false binary language? Oh, you just don't like it personally. Laws don't matter then. No, that's not what I said. It's a base I'm right, you're wrong with no referee? No, I literally just said that the regulators are doing what they're supposed to do. They're pushing against the deal. We're getting concessions. They're making sure the deal doesn't lead to antitrust, anti-competitive behavior. You're doing the same thing all these other guys do. You just come to false conclusions and paint my argument in a a false way. I never said anything about that. Folks like you are so exhausting because it's so underhanded and scummy. You're literally flat tiring chat. You are. You're flat tiring chat. And because of that, you're, you're done here. You're done here. You don't argue in good faith. You just flat tire chat like the other guys do. I just wasted 20 minutes on you You don't argue in good faith I think you're a dishonest person I do I think you come in And you pretend To argue from good faith And you intentionally flat tire chat And then falsely represent my argumentation I'm, j- I'm done dealing with liars I'm just I'm done with it You just constantly lie about my position And I'm, I'm not even holding back anymore Don't call them liars No, you're a liar You did the same thing The last three guys that got banned did You just constantly recast my argument in falsehood because you can't engage with it. You don't engage with it. You try to get underneath of it with underhanded questions and you flat-tire chat. Oh, so what you're saying is this? Nope. Oh, so what you're saying is this? Nope. Hoping that I either get worn out or you slip one by the goalie. Did I add Daniel Perez's to this? No, I didn't. Thank you for five gifted members, Daniel Perez. It goes to Hot uh, uh, I think. I'm not sure. Felix GC plugs Brian Abraham and Dragon Stalker, and a two spot from K. Cole. Don't use big words. And they, and and then we got that's gonna take us to 16. We got one from uh, East Coast Overlord. Thank you for gifting a member. It goes to James. It's just it's so frustrating, it's so frustrating like I give you my time. I give it to you like a gift and you squander it. you squander it through deceptive tactics and misleading argumentation. instead of having a conversation with me, you want to constantly try to like, oh I, yeah so what you're saying is this it's just personal. no laws matter. Like what? What are you talking about? Yeah, that's who it was, Sven. Five months from Capuno from from Capono I've learned so much here thank you it's not about liking the deal or not both companies are doing what they're supposed to do here's the thing here's the thing that's what they try to do they try to say oh well you're against the deal so your coverage is biased okay well you just establish that no one can talk about the deal because there are people that have looked at the looked at this and concluded it's a good deal. There are people that have looked at this and concluded it's a bad deal. You can't listen to either side then. It's literally gaslighting. So you said this. Yeah, repackaging what somebody says in a false way. Yes, it's a form of gaslighting because you know it's going to irritate the person. You know it's going to throw them off kilter. It's so scummy and underhanded. And they do it too often. For it to be a mistake or a misunderstanding, it's literally your M.O. It's how you argue. It it, it can't be an accident. I've had people do that before. I've had people, the other day, Silent Warrior misunderstood me. I clarified my position and we moved on. I knew that he had just missed what I said or like he had missed half of my statement. But when literally that's your argumentation tactic, that's just scummy, man. You're just trying to gaslight you're just intentionally trying to trip me up and make me get flustered and frustrated. Well, so you're saying this. No, I'm not saying that. It makes... It's, it's a passive way to make a person feel crazy. So you're saying this? No, I'm not saying that. Five minutes later. So what you're saying is this? No, I'm not saying that. What it does is it creates this air of instability. Like like I'm not being clear in my communication. It, it it makes a person feel nuts. It's a, it's a way to gaslight and manipulate a person to constantly make them restate what they're saying. It's it's willful misunderstanding. It's it's a tactic. It's an argumentation tactic. And that's the third person today that it's like this is all you do. This is all you do. You show up and misunderstand me intentionally. I think they get insulted because Lono uses words they don't know what they mean. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. Did somebody else order some coffee? Yes. I'm sorry, I missed a coffee order ten minutes ago. A triple threat to casual grinder, casual grinders in here gifting members all the time, buying coffee. You're the freaking man, guys. Make sure you're smashing the like button. We are now nine members away from the daily goal. If we hit 25, I have to give five members. I have a great video today about, we have new details about Assassin's Creed Red, and then I debrief with members. That's a great reason to be a member. You get to debrief on the day. It's too easy of an analogy and an explanation to require that much explanation. Yeah, it's willful. It's willful at that point. Gaslighting isn't real. You're just crazy. (laughs) That's good. That's very good. I will never understand why more people don't state their case and they waste characters re-explaining what you said incorrectly. Just state your point and wait. It's an argumentation tactic. Hey! This guy! Hey! Gobzilla! Gobzilla is now a member. Thank you so much, Casual Grinder. Guys, Casual Grinder is going for King of the Castle. He wants to be most gifted for the month. Who's going to get in his way? Gobzilla, Shaw Radar, Jalo, Jeff England, and Co-Korea. East Coast Overlord with a $10 tip through Super Chat to anyone trying to slip one by Lono trying to falsely summarize him the Destiny community had more skilled people and they couldn't do it you have no chance we deal in facts here that's right Raymond with a $3 tip thanks for uh, the live I really appreciate it Yeah, the idea that people think they're going to get me to be quiet with slander with libelous statements with lies with with headlines you, you don't know who you're dealing with you're never gonna get you're never gonna get away with that. I guarantee you what they'll do though. These guys will show up on Twitter and they'll say, Yeah, he couldn't answer my questions, so he just banned me. Like, start the clock. Countdown before that tweet gets tweeted. Yeah, man, he just couldn't hang with me, bro. I just I was asking him questions and he just banned me, bro. I just went in and asked questions. Start the clock yo another one guys are you really gonna let him do this he always takes the glory by himself gets us to the member goal casual grinder with another five gifted It goes to mullet they call me kruger the turk branson skidmore jay vindictive i love seeing names i recognize thank you guys so so much and the turk and the turk we did a little housekeeping yesterday in the member stream we did a little bit of housekeeping and i basically directed people that if you see people making libelous or slanderous statements about me or posting articles simply tell them that they do not have the full story they're only getting half the story and then direct them to the upper echelon video and say you know we 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 got some tweets taken down we sent some professional emails we're basically calling on people to to be professionals and to, and to not post libelous things and slanderous things. Um, and so we're just asking you guys to handle all of that very professionally, please. Don't attack people. Don't sling mud. Just calmly tell folks they're only getting half the story and then point them to the upper echelon video. That's just sort of our approach to that because we just, I'm not going to get in debates with people on Twitter and defend myself. I'll just say, listen, do your own research and make up your own mind, please. Xbox is going to end up like Netflix. No game consoles, just streaming to whatever devices you're not playing, whatever they put up there to be playing. Hope they don't remove your favorite games uh, and put on microtransactions. 420 Gaming, I just think that's such a wonderful viewpoint of it to say, man, are you guys sure you want to let them do this? Are y'all sure you want to let them do this? Just track with me here. Just track with me for just one second. This is not fear-mongering imagine a future where oh and by the way this future's already started and we, we didn't even catch it you don't own your games you have a license to play your games okay so groundwork's already laid for this plane to take off okay so this isn't fear mongering this is not tinfoil hat okay I wouldn't want to wear a tinfoil hat it would smash my awesome hair Groundwork's already laid. The foundation's laid for this plane to take off. You don't own your games. Everything's a license. So imagine a future where Microsoft owns such a large portion of the market. They become like Disney Plus, and they're the only place you can go play those games. They now, according to their the way they treat their software, have a vested interest in making everything subscription-based. Means you want to play those games? Gotta subscribe. They could create tiers of subscriptions. They've already done this with their software. They've done this with Microsoft Office. Microsoft is not looking at this and thinking, Man, we could we could really be pro consumer here. No, they are pro profit and they have found through their software distribution. Adobe did the same thing. Adobe found, listen. If you put everything behind a subscription, nobody owns anything. It's ours, and they can't get it anywhere else. That's the company that you're trusting to do right by you long term. Look at the way they've treated Microsoft Office. They have protected their market dominance, and through self-interest made it very, very difficult for corporations and businesses to take any other option massive massive revenue streams from all these corporations how, how they do it how they do it microsoft office is endemic to the function and the flow of so many businesses out there and guess what they have to pay for now licenses to continue using it they can't just buy the software they're paying a subscription they're paying for that ongoing license oh man that money is beautiful isn't it But but, my, but Microsoft's going to be pro-consumer, aren't they? Interesting. Microsoft's going to be pro-consumer. How are they convincing you they're pro-consumer? How? With a subscription service that just seems like it's such a good deal. This is the best deal. This is awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wonder what happens when they own some of the biggest property in the world also wonder what happens when they talk about how they want to unify their storefront so that it's mobile and PC and, and console. I wonder if they have a vested interest in foreclosing on some of the biggest properties, limiting it to their ecosystem, putting it behind a subscription paywall, just like they did with Microsoft Office. Huh. That'd be shrewd. That'd be killer. be a lot of money. But hey, man, you like them and you bleed green. It's all good, baby. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna usher in com- competitive a competitive era in gaming after failing for twenty two years. Oracle and Adobe do the same thing. Bingo! It's becoming an industry standard to treat software that way, and it's already infected gaming. You don't own your games; you have a license. To play the game. All they gotta do is flip that switch. All they gotta do? Is flip that switch, baby. There you go. Everything's behind a subscription service. Every every everything. So when people look at Sony and say they're greedy and all that $70 per game, and Jim Ryan talks about the virtuous cycle, and everybody wants to criticize it. It's like Man, Microsoft probably loves you. The fact that you're looking at Sony and thinking buying individual purchases of games, that's greedy! Meanwhile, you're defending a Trojan horse. You're like, look at this big beautiful prize we get! Subscription, man! Look at all these games! This is awesome! You're gonna turn around in 15 years, that Trojan horse is gonna burst open, and you're like, Ah, frick! They did the same thing with video games they did with Adobe Creative Suite. Same thing they did with uh, Microsoft Office. Microsoft canceled Redfall on PS5. We were acquired by Microsoft and it was a change with a capital C. They came in and said, no PS5, we're focusing on Xbox, PC, and Game Pass. Where are you getting that, Aaron? And that's not really a surprise, right? Like, Redfall and Starfield were likely going to be... um, were likely going to be uh, multi-platform titles, and Microsoft came in and said no. Which, by the way, everybody will tell you, I'm a Sony pony and I'm coping, I have never once uttered a single word of complaint about that. I have an Xbox Series X, and I can play Starfield. It's not—it's not being withheld from me. The only reason that we bring up Starfield and Redfall is it's—it just perfectly displays what could happen. It's like, hey man, <laughs> they said they said they weren't going to do—they had no incentive to do this—and then they did. Just send it to you, IGN France what is this like a breaking story that I that, that, that they're letting what they're letting it be known a PS5 version of Redfall was in development then cancelled confirms arcane director Harvey Smith I don't understand what but why is everybody acting like this is big news I'm, I'm not being dismissive I'm I'm not I'm not being dismissive. I don't understand why this is big news. Was anybody in doubt about that? Like did you did you did you think that did you think that what like all along Redfall was only being built for Xbox? Like again, I'm not trying to be dismissive. I don't I don't feel like this is news. It's not a headline. <laughs> hey, we own you now. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to work on that PS5 stuff anymore. Mm-mm. No, yeah, that's going to be an Xbox title. Save all that bandwidth. There's nothing controversial about that at all. We, we know they did the same thing with uh, Starfield. It's confirmation it was coming to PS5. Okay, I, I mean, it's confirmation, but it's not, I'm not surprised by that at all. I, I'm not. people believe phil spencer's lies that he didn't want to take games away from ps5 but he never said that phil spencer never said that they don't want to take games away from ps5 he said we don't want to take existing property off of the ps5 listen you gotta you gotta you gotta appropriately represent what phil said he's when, when phil is saying that be fair to the man he's not he never said oh yeah we're never going to do anything exclusive he said yeah we're not going to be taking property off of those platforms he was speaking about existing property now what he's saying doesn't really need to be stated like yeah we're going to honor contracts that already existed yeah good for you you're legally obligated to that's not really a talking point but okay it's confirmation phil's a dishonest mouthpiece no I do not think you can display that that Phil Spencer has been dishonest. That is simply false. No, I went and looked at all the quotes myself. That's just as propagandistic as calling Jim Ryan a liar. I don't abide that. I don't abide that. Phil Spencer did not lie. Small pushback. Office cost $7 a month originally it now costs $10 a month while there'll be an increase I don't think it'll be that much none of my argumentation had anything to do with price increases, that's not what I was talking about, I was talking about you strangle the market so that you're you're the only game in town, you're the only place people can get it, it's endemic to business structure and then you put it behind a subscription so they can't own it that's what they're going to do with video games if you think they're going to treat video games every differently, any differently, because they're pro-consumer and they like you, I'm not talking to you, Havoc, but there are people that think that. Like you're delusional if you think that. They're going to treat video games the same way they've treated their own software. They'll buy games that are endemic to the ecosystem of gaming, and then they'll put it behind a subscription and be like, "Yeah, if you want to play this game, you got to subscribe." You, you guys think that? You guys think that? phil spencer and and game pass are all pro consumer they're not pro consumer they're pro microsoft they're pro profit and that's how they're going to pro that's how they're going to get their profit the same way they did it with microsoft office you think they just accidentally targeted abk yeah phil did not lie Phil Spencer did not lie. Jim Ryan hasn't lied. They have done the same thing that everybody in their positions have done. They have intentionally crafted sentences that, that don't obfuscate the truth, but they certainly make it hard for you to deduce the truth. You're like, wait a minute. So when Phil Spencer said, we're not going to take any games from PlayStation. That's true. They didn't take any games from PlayStation. They didn't take any of the existing games off of PlayStation. You can't take something from PlayStation that was never there. That's logically sound. That's logically sound. You can't take Starfield and Redfall from PlayStation if it was never there. That's a logically coherent thought. If someone says they don't want to steal your car and then they steal your car, did they lie? False equivalency. That's not what he said. It's slippery corporate talk homie. They all do slippery corporate talk. What the frick? They're masters at it. That... There was never an announcement that Starfield was coming to PlayStation. There was never an announcement that Redfall was coming to PlayStation. Go. you cannot take those properties from PlayStation. It's not logically possible. You're... You, you, it's this is why I push back on the Jim Ryan stuff. I'm being consistent here. It's so dumb to get to get caught up in this. You actually think that like Phil Spencer just walked out in the public and just lied to everybody, and people think that Jim Ryan's doing the same thing? No, you, neither of these gentlemen have lied about anything. That's just an easy way to clickbait, clickfarm, rage. Yeah, yeah, Phil Spencer's a liar. Yeah, Jim Ryan's a liar. All you're doing is rage farming. You're not giving information or facts. You're getting easy clickism ad revenue because you know a bunch of people are going to click on your video. Uh, Yeah, he's a lawyer! Dealing in propaganda. None of it's true. Starfield, yes, Starfield was being built for PS5. Yes, there was talks about an exclusivity deal with Sony. Yeah, of course. But that doesn't mean that they took Starfield from PlayStation. Why do you think I bang on Lono so hard about his occasional poor word choice? Because words effing matter. It's why we don't grunt, just grunt at each other. Yeah, and I think one of the reasons that Zubair does that is because, number one, he's a lawyer, and number two, I speak so quickly and so rapidly and so fast. I mean, how many words do you think I say in the average stream? Of course, sometimes I'm going to be maybe a little too rigid, maybe a little too hyperbolic. I've tried not to do that in these in these proceedings and these in these in these videos and in, in my coverage I've tried to stick purely to the verbiage used in these companies and in their documents and then obviously I give my opinion I wouldn't call Phil a liar but whoever wrote no financial incentive is yeah I feel like that was that was I feel like that was pretty dishonest. Where's this anger coming from? I have an intolerance for dishonesty. It upsets my stomach. So when someone says Phil Spencer is lying, I, they get met with the same ferocity that when people come in here and say Jim Ryan is lying. That should buy me some goodwill and trust from people. I don't abide it. I don't. Come in here and say Phil Spencer lied, substantiated, and then your and then your quotes are ripped out of context and misrepresented. You know what's ironic about claiming that Phil Spencer's a liar is you're lying in order to claim it. This is dripping in irony. Imagine being dishonest while acting incensed and angry about dishonesty. I don't like it. It's gross and hypocritical. The, the news outlets that do it, the YouTubers that do it, the people in chat that do it—it's gross. Quit being dishonest. Why, while, while you sort of wax offended and upset about dishonesty? Lono's big weakness—it is quite literally my weakness. I'll be going, I'll be going, totally solid on the day and talking and chilling. And someone does something dishonest, and I'm like, Rrr. I will burn your lies to the ground. I can't stand it. Be precise. Be truthful. You know what's easy? You know what you don't have? You don't have to hedge and twist and distort and calculate and manipulate if you just tell the truth. If you just tell the truth, you don't have to take a clip or a a comment out of context. You don't have to yank something out of, of a discussion and misrepresent it. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do any of that if you just tell the truth. It's easier. It's more liberating. Just tell the truth. So no, Bill Spencer didn't lie. Jim Ryan didn't lie. they no, they're 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 very, very well practiced. Very well rehearsed. Very successful businessmen. And if you think they got to their level of success and where they stand. In 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 the organizations that they work for, and you think they're just going to sloppily walk out here and let some Twitter tw- Twitter gremlin or or Reddit drone catch them in a lie? You you, you don't know who you're dealing with. Phil's being selective with the truth. I mean, listen. If you're trying to position something from a marketing perspective, like just think about marketing. Uh, let, let, let's go. Let's go back to McDonald's. Everybody likes talking about McDonald's, right? It makes everybody hungry. What do you think about the marketing strategy of McDonald's? They position their cheeseburgers and their product, and they take pictures that are. Not anywhere close to what you end up getting when you buy the product. And that is a form of them giving you partial truth. Am I going to get the cheeseburger, the bun, the cheese? All that? Am I going to get that when I buy that? Yeah. Is it going to look like that? Huh. Maybe on a really good day, if you got like an artisan back there that really cares. Ordinarily, no, it's going to look like somebody ran over it. You, you you if you're going to go down this line of thinking then every company lies every company obfuscates the truth every company misleads you 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 have to enter these discussions with a reasonable acceptance of like well yeah when i when i go to mcdonald's or taco bell or pizza hut and i buy their product it's not going to look like the marketing there's a reasonable amount of of obfuscation half truth omission and and choosing to put something in the best light possible so yeah yeah phil spencer's gonna make their deal look in the best light possible if there's something if there is something that microsoft deserves praise for they have been masterful with how they have handled the marketing and the pr around this masterful just absolutely masterful they have the public convinced that Sony is shaking scared, desperate and crying like (laughs) with with legal documents, it's masterful a couple of tweets, a couple of interviews and the world's on fire they're playing the public like a fiddle, they just are, It's, it's masterful, it's absolutely brilliant That's advertising, it's just puffery. It's not material to your purchasing a decision. Right. Puffery is legal. Twenty-two minutes of Phil lying. Yeah, I just I I just don't abide that. If you're gonna listen, listen. Accusing somebody of lying, it's a very serious thing to say. It's a very serious charge. And I've said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. Harsh judgment requires strict inquiry my life was torn apart by harsh judgment because there was no strict inquiry so if you're gonna harshly judge like he lied where's the strict inquiry, where's the evidence you gotta have a very substantial and compelling case if you're gonna tell me this person lied you need you need more than a, 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 a sentence ripped out of context to substantiate a claim that somebody lied whether it's Jim Ryan or Phil Spencer. I'm defending both men. I'm like, you can't do that. That's the kind of institutional expertise you develop after trying to monopolize every market you're in for 30-something years. (laughs) See all the -the behind-the-scenes stuff. They use motor oil for syrup. Oh yeah, the way that they make stuff look—it's incredible. It's incredible the stuff they use, the tricks they use to make to make food look amazing. I try to sub your channel with a credit card, but it's not international. I'll try via PayPal. I mean, Philippe, you have a you have a membership right now. You have a badge next to your name. I'm glad that the CMA and the FTC aren't falling for this BS PR half truths. Listen, one of the things I applauded the FTC for recently is they said, "Hey, look, you want to use all these ten-year contracts as a defense, Microsoft? Let us see them. Let us see them." I exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly how it should be. You want to see Sony's documents on crossplay? Let us see your documents on crossplay. Let us see your plans for Zenimax crossplay future. Let us see your plans for Call of Duty crossplay future. You just validated that this is relevant to the case, so let us see your documentation. That's what that motion to compel was about. But see if I say all that, I'm a Sony pony. I, I'm 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 a crying fit throwing Sony pony, and it's like no, th- th- these are these are this is good legal precedent here. This is th- this is exactly how this should go, man. Comb over everything. This is the biggest gaming acquisition in history. This thing should be combed over with a fine-tooth comb. Your fandom doesn't make it a good deal. Your fandom doesn't make it a uh, a good impact on the economy or the market. Xbox has made their cross-play attempts public? No. No, there was 24 requests at the FTC that were ignored and the FTC filed a motion to compel. That's not true. Microsoft has not handed those documents over yet. In fact, they chose not to. IGN confirmed Redfall PS5 was cancelled by Xbox. I don't get why people are running with that as a shock. I really don't. I'm confused on that one. I'm not shocked by that at all. I don't I don't I'm not going to run with that as a story. I'm 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 not going to run with that as a story. That's not a story. I might do a short on it. I don't feel like that's a story. That's like such a non-starter. Redfall was being made for PS5 then canceled once Xbox bought them. Now, I'll tell you what would be a story. Were they making it exclusive to PS5? If there was just a version if there was just a version for the PS5, I don't. That's that's not shocking at all. If it was being made exclusive for PS5, well, then that's a whole other story entirely. They canceled the PS5 version of Starfield after Phil denied it existed. Where did Phil deny that Starfield PS5 version existed? Where did he say that? ignored is the wrong word here I go again they failed to comply with the request I'm sure they talked about it and said we aren't satisfying this request I was using the FTC's language Zubair they said that there were some requests where they got partial and there were some requests that were just ignored they didn't even say anything about it they just ignored the request the FTC used that word in their in, in their motion to compel it was like they ratcheted it up. It was like, we got partial responses here, responses here, and these 24 were just ignored. That language is in the motion to compel. <clears throat> now you're saying they weren't like, oh, we're just going to ignore this. FTC is saying you, you functionally ignored it. You didn't even give us a response. You didn't even say no. <laughs> You, know, you didn't even say no. You just ignored me. It's like when I tell my kids, let's get ready to go. They don't say no, but they don't say yes. They just sit there. <laughs> PS5 was never promised to Starfield, even though it was developed for PS5. Sounds like a denial to me. No, that's not a denial that it existed. That's a factual statement. He's saying it was never promised to the PS5. You, do you see Bert? That's misrepresentative of what Phil Spencer said. You're doing the same thing to him that people do to me. I don't like that. PS5 was never promised uh, was never promised Starfield. That's a factual statement. That's true. There was no marketing, no announcements, not even a press release. There wasn't even some generic press release somewhere that we, that PS5 was gonna get Starfield. He's saying something true you want to interpret that to be he denied that it existed n- n- no 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 he didn't nope no he didn't respectfully disagree you don't have to disagree or agree these are facts facts don't need you your acquiescence or your agreement you're stating not in factual language you're stating you're stating things in subjective interpretive language and you can't do that your opinion holds no bearing here it doesn't well it's my opinion that he lied well that's not a factual argument that's bias laden subjective argumentation and it has no weight and is not compelling need one more like can somebody gift one member so I can, can piggyback on it, I gotta get five I'm scheduling the premiere How's the deal going to be blocked? Will the FTC just say no? If it gets blocked, it'll have to be multi... I, I don't know. Probably multifaceted faceted blockage from all the regulators. I'm not actually sure how blocks work in this case. Does it take more than one? Does it just take one? I actually don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> but I hope anybody that's still here that like thinks I'm a Sony pony or thinks I'm heavily biased like I'm not letting people come in and say false things about Phil Spencer either that takes us to 27 members on the day thank you bacon let me piggyback on this trying to go fast so that we make it in time for the the thing oh Rizik just did 5 taking us to 32 taking us to 32 let me do my 5 We have two minutes before that premiere goes live about uh, Assassin's Creed Red, and then we're going to hang out with members afterwards. So, if you guys want to go crazy, you have about a minute to do 18 members. I don't think you can do it. I don't think you can do it. There you go. If you guys just got a gifted membership, you can hang out with us after this Assassin's Creed video. I'm going to send you guys over there in about a minute. Don't go anywhere. There's new details about playable characters and the type of game that Assassin's Creed Red's going to be. Then I'm going to hang out with members afterward. If you're watching on the Tickety Talk, use the link in my profile to come hang out on my channel. Maybe become a member and you can hang out in my member stream. Um, so. <sighs> Wonder what the State of Unreal is about. Yeah, I don't know. All this is basically asking if the FTC is planning on suing them. Great show. People got memberships. A few got banned. Okay, so... I always do a talk show and then I debrief with members. Before I'm going to debrief with members, though, I've got new information about Assassin's Creed Red that I want you guys to check out. Really, really cool. If you didn't get a membership today, hang out as much as you can. You might get a gifted membership or you could get a membership all on your own. Sometimes your first membership is discounted. I'm going to put a link in chat, okay? If you typically don't get redirect, if it doesn't redirect you, use the link in chat to go to the video. This is a public video. Please go over there and smash the like button. I'm sending like 500 of you at a new video. Hit the like button. We'll be hanging out in chat because it's a premiere. We'll be hanging out, chilling and talking, and then you can join us for the members debrief after the fact. So click the link in chat or ride the redirect. Appreciate your guys. Another spicy day. It was really, really fun. I will see you guys over there in the Assassin's Creed video. If you don't ride the redirect or click the link, it'll be the featured video on the channel.